Brando, I finna slam dunk. Get big on you fake pumps. That bump in the fake pump. Bitch, fit for the pump fake. Got him talking like first take. Get it right on the first take. Hit the hole in the first. Bro, you know the thing about a lot of that liquor is um, people. People hype it up, and it's not even really that good. Yeah. Like, me personally, bro, I'm going to be honest. I love Casamigo. That's probably one of my favorite tequilas. But everybody be like, oh, it's the, it's it's hyped up and woo 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 Um Casa Azul, I love that shit, too. 1942, I'm not really a big fan. I, don't think I, I can see why people. Yeah, I, 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 I can uh, see why people say that's hyped up. I'm not a tequila guy at all, bro. For real. Nigga, I mean, I drink, you drink tequila with me all the time. Yeah, because nigga, I like to drink, but I don't, I'm not a. <laughs> no, it's like so. But you said you like the Casamigo. Casamigo good. Casamigo good, but I'm just not a tequila guy, bro. It just bro, got a weird taste. I miss that girl that used to bring me to uh, Casamigo all the time. Remember, used to come over here and take like five shots. I miss it, bro. Yeah, we lost that plug. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's over with. R.I.P. <laughs> yeah, this is <laughs> this nigga. I always want me to promote some shit. But yeah, man. Anyway, man, as y'all here, we got a new guest in the building, man. Um, and man, you recommended me to uh get back on camera, so I'm back on camera now. Big King's behind the camera, and the new guest we got is Floyd in the sky. What's going on, What's bro? What's happening, everybody? What's up, everybody? <laughs> um, bro, as soon as we get started, uh, Big King, I got to tell you a funny story uh about Floyd, right? So the other day, me and Damo drunk as hell because Damo had just got paid. He had got his uh, $116 paycheck. <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah, $116 mm-hmm. paycheck. So uh, <laughs> we, we went to happy hour for the $3 beers. And, uh, of course, I got to get me a cigar after, you know, I had me some wings. Had to get a cigar. And we go into the uh, cigar shop, and Floyd's, and Floyd's working in there. And first thing Damo says to him is... Um, Hey, what's up, man? You and Trues got the city sold up. (laughs) (laughs) And Floyd goes, ha, ha, ha. And Damo looks at me like, and he goes, nah, 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 I'm not laughing at you. And Damo just don't say nothing else. He just walks away. We get in the car. Damo's like, bruh, he ain't like that statement, did he? I said, I don't think so, bruh. I think think you fucked up. (laughs) Why you say that though? Why? I don't know. That's why I was gonna ask him. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "Yo, this shit been on my mind." That <laughs> <laughs> like, was like two days ago. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that's how. That's how, bro. He's <laughs> like, man, this shit been on my mind, bro. <laughs> that shit was yeah. on his mind. <laughs> nah, man. I don't. Why did he make that comparison though? I don't know why he did that. Yeah. You really don't. You ain't never had nobody uh, make that comparison before. Nah, I don't know why he did that. That was crazy. <laughs> you know Damo gonna say some wild shit though. Yeah, so. Damo Damo's a weird character. He don't have no how you say it like when people don't have no social cues. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You, don't know you know, I that. think that's what it is too because I asked him about that. I was like, you know, what about that man made you compare him to Trues? Mm-hmm. And he was like, nigga, you know they earthy niggas. <laughs> I was like, I was like, so all earthy niggas just the same, huh? He was like, yeah, niggas. <laughs> that's wild. So what? What defines an earthy nigga though? That's what I was gonna ask Floyd. Okay, it's funny you asked me. Got you. Do, what, you, do, do you. do you even like? Do you even go off uh, like like words like that in terms like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I mean, I I guess if that was like his uh his response of why he you know was trying to put two things in a in a thing together, mm-hmm. you know, he was like, cause they both earthy niggas. I mean, I I guess I could see what he's saying there, like in that <laughs> in that type of aspect. Gotcha. He's like, oh, you know, both both of these people be like on some, you know, 
earthy shit. Like, I get it, you know? That's yeah. his words, so I just use his words. But yeah, I get it. <laughs> well, what, what, what would you define as an earthy nigga, though? An <sighs> earthy nigga. Um, so I'm going to be completely honest with you. Mm-hmm. What I used to think an earthy nigga was until Damo moved next to Humanitry, mm-hmm. um, I thought an earthy nigga was like a nigga that just be out in the sun just like collecting like a whole bunch of vitamin D mm. <laughs> and like, you know, just super in tune with the earth and like yeah. got his ear to the trees and like... Yeah, I mean, I think that's accurate. That's, then, yeah. that's accurate. Hold on, get a little deeper though. <laughs> then, then like him and his girl, like when they have sex, they like, they like souls connect. <laughs> like he don't just like hit her he from the back yeah, and go to sleep. Yeah. Nah, they like, their souls yeah, connect. Yeah, they and that bitch got down. Yeah, like, Bonded. yeah, like they hair start growing together. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? They in sync. You yeah, know they, they in sync, bro. And then like, um, I always had this idea too that earthy niggas like they don't fuck with no kind of chemicals so them niggas always just be stank as hell. <laughs> like, it's a nigga I follow on YouTube. He don't, um, uh, He's he's like a hardcore vegan, but he don't like to call himself a vegan. He likes to call himself plant based. Mm. So he don't fuck with no kind of chemicals whatsoever. So like uh he vlogs his daily life and every morning he takes a lime out the fridge and just wipes that shit on his goddamn armpits. I've heard of that. Yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah, he said, bro, he said he don't be musky, bro. He said that his body is so pure and clean from only eating plants. That his body doesn't even produce musk, man, so he just puts lime on cap, it. Bro. I ain't gonna lie, that was, bro. That's what he bro. said, but I mean, that's what that's how I view an earthy. I nigga. feel like you got different types of earthy niggas. So it's like you got what you just described, mm-hmm. and then you got you know other shit. Kind of like say if earthy itself was just like a nation, right? Like America, mm-hmm. like you got different types of Americans. So not every American, you know, prefers McDonald's over Five Guys or Five Guys over. You know, some shit they just slapped on the grill. Yeah. You yeah. know, so it's like, but we all Americans. So yeah. there's a bunch of different type of earthy niggas. You definitely described the hell out of one of them. <laughs> like, that was a pretty good description. <laughs> yeah. I like the souls connecting when he's, you know, saying fucking his bitch type shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was yeah. really good. I like that because that's accurate. So, uh, <laughs> so how would you describe the kind of earthy you are? I wouldn't even call me earthy. Okay. So that's why I was like, I just said that because, you know, uh, man said that, but. Um, nah, I wouldn't even describe me as earthy for real. Like, I, how would you describe yourself? Like, like it actually is uh, our first time really meeting you. So, how would yeah. you describe yourself? I, I know that's kind of weird for somebody to just walk up to you though, like, "Hey, nigga, describe yourself." Because yeah, <laughs> me, because you asked me that question, I don't know what to tell you, bro. Okay, before he answers, you tell me. I Think guess, about it. This is your time. I don't, Think about it. I really it. don't like a suburban, <laughs> suburban emo nigga. Maybe emo. I'm a little emo. Nah, that's, a little bit. that's weird. A little bit. So, like, Floyd, how would you describe yourself? Um, I, I'm a celestial type nigga. God damn! <laughs> <laughs> see, bro, we see, bro, we dumb in the room. You gotta, you gotta break it down for us, bro. We some idiots. That nigga is celestial. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> break yeah. it down. Break it down. I mean, just like, um, I'm not heavily confined to any emotion, but I can, you know, meet any aspect of life, mm-hmm. you know, so by nature, talking about like nature wise. So, you know, sometimes I could be earthy, sometimes I could be otherworldly, sometimes I could be, you know, just, I'm still learning how to describe myself, you know, mm-hmm. and because of just how I know how fluid my my energetic signature can be in multiple moments, you know, at one time. Mm-hmm. 
that's how I know I'm just a celestial nigga. Mm-hmm. Like I could I could be the most South Augusta nigga ever. I could be the most West Coast nigga ever. I could mm-hmm. be the most holistic, you know, nigga ever. I could be like all these things, like no matter what, you know, cadence, you know, is required, I can always, you know, be in it. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what celestial is. It's like really some stardust type shit. Mm-hmm. It's like it's boundless. It's it's infinite. Bro, you said a lot of things that's like killing all my questions. So I just gotta slow walk them. Why you like, saying that? Because bro, everything he said, I literally had a question for him for all those. So <laughs> I just gotta I gotta slow it down so I don't just ask him a million questions at once. Mm-hmm. But uh Let's do the it. first question is has anybody ever called you weird? And how do you feel about the term weird? Oh shit, I've called myself weird. <laughs> Why though? Um, Cause I, I don't really view you as weird. I view you as like an Andre three thousand uh, type of person, and then also like I think like a lot of things you got going on is actually normal now. Mm. Like 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 painting your nails is super normal now. Yeah, and you probably been doing that for a while, haven't yeah. you? Yeah, I've been. So I, how you feel about people that like just start doing it? I mean, first thing I I think weird to me. I just take it as as the word means not the same. Mm-hmm. It's different. It's unusual. You know. It's uh, so I don't mind if someone thinks I'm weird. I think it's a compliment. If anything else, I never want to be the same thing that's happening because then I have no purpose. Yeah. If y'all already got that, the fuck you need me for? You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, you know, um, so yeah, I, I don't mind being called weird. And, you know, the whole like paint my nails thing, I started doing that, man, probably back in like 2015 type shit. Mm-hmm. You know, 2015, that's probably when I started doing that. And that's when motherfuckers still will kind of be like teetering that line of like, oh, a nigga gay because, you know, he, he painted his nails or uh, that's killing black male masculinity or some other wild shit they might say. Mm-hmm. But it's like, that's stupid. And I like art, nigga. <laughs> and it's yeah. like, so I, I know that I'm an artist and I you literally mold and shape the world with your hands and shit. Why would I not want the thing that I'm trying to make beautiful be sculpted by something that I keep beautiful as well. You know, so I work with my hands delicately, you know, and intricately, and I like them to look nice. So now niggas is painting their nails because it makes them, you know, feel some like a rock star, some like a more emo, like whatever. And I don't understand, even taking it back a couple of statements, I don't even understand how niggas be like, yo, cuz gay because he got his nails painted. Like, nigga, what the fuck does the color of a motherfucker's nails have to do with who he fucking? Yeah. Like, yeah. like, what are you talking about? One and one ain't even equating right now. But, you know, people doing it now, I think it always takes society a second to, to catch up with, you know, what's the truth. And the truth is, it's just a form of self-expression, you know? And yeah. so if that makes someone weird, then that's a good thing. We should welcome weird, because weird is what, you know, gives us new things. And, uh, you know, who in the fuck... Yeah. You know, who in 1970 wouldn't want to have an iPhone? You know, somebody had to get weird out there. You know what I'm saying? It's like weird Bro, shit. Bro, can I tell you a story? Yeah, um, go for it. Big King, I don't know if I told you the story before. But uh, my homeboy, the same the same one that was, uh, you know, made that weird statement the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, he was at work, and I was at his job charging my phone because he works downtown. And uh, it was a guy. His name was Ethan, um, a young white guy. And he was with a transgender but I don't think my friend knew that he was with a transgender. He thought it was, you know, uh, um, a female. Okay. And um, he, uh, Ethan had his nails painted. My friend had his nails painted. Mm-hmm. So he looked, he looked, and he was like, "Man, what's up, Ethan? Yeah, man, you know, people be thinking we on some gay shit because we got our nails painted, but you know, we ain't on no gay shit. We just like to express ourselves through through <laughs> art." And Ethan said, "Oh, nah, I be on some gay shit." <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> my whole boy was like, nah, you don't be on no gay shit. You don't be on no gay shit. And bro was like, nah, I'm literally gay. I'm literally gay. And that shit, bro, so, bro, bro is so slow. He just stood there for a second and, and like he had to process it. His computer, Sorry, like bro. his computer crashed, so he had to process it. So when, when he got done getting bro order, he was like, "That was a transsexual." I was like, "Yes," and he was like, "He was like, damn man." He was like, "Is paint your nails some gay shit then?" I was like, "I was like, not really. It's just like you just stupid." <laughs> Yeah, nah. Back to what you were saying, bad, you know, hard time with social cues, bro. Yeah, bro, but he has no social cues. Yeah. Yeah. And then also, you know, I don't even understand why there's even still a problem with gay people. Like, why is there even still homophobia? Like, niggas have been gay, and by niggas, I'm using it as like a fucking noun right now. Any, like, people people, people have been fucking, you know, gay since forever. You know, and it's not going nowhere, and it actually doesn't fucking bother your life. You know, so you know, so. it's funny. It's funny you say that because, Bikin, I think I was talking to you yesterday, and I said that right. I was like, I was like, you know, because we got friends that think like the white man is out to get them, right? Mm-hmm. And I was, I was telling Bikin, I was like, bro, I don't think niggas really know that like a lot of white people. Don't give a fuck about niggas. They just don't care. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's not like they out here like really trying to Making suppress plots. a nigga. Yeah, yeah they just Why? like, bro. I live, I live in the burbs, and we just gonna keep creating laws to just keep you niggas out. That's <laughs> that's what that's what modern racism is. Yeah. Like I'm like I want to stay here. I want to redline you niggas and just keep you niggas over there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And um, to make it all come back, I was telling him I kind of think that's like that's like how people feel about people that's gay it's like they want to do that also when um they don't understand that gay people really want everybody just to be together you yeah. know what i'm saying because they feel like you know somebody's homophobic if they want to keep uh gay people out also yeah so back and, to what you said yeah because that whole homophobia shit when niggas like you know say it's three random motherfuckers in the room you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and one of the niggas is like oh like he's gay then two other motherfuckers might start acting funny, but that homophobic shit be crazy because it's like, nigga, he's gay. He's not like a fucking serial rapist. Like he just because yeah. he's gay don't mean a nigga wants you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's like it's like the fuck you. So you think you got what it takes to pull both sexes? It's like, that's what you think. You, that's what you think is happening, bro. Did I tell? Did I tell like, our friend that? Because our friend was like, uh, he was like, gay men shouldn't be teachers or something. And I was like, why the fuck? Why, why the fuck would he want your he fat a, ugly? He ass? The opposite, he yeah, like why would he want you? Like what? Like what does him being gay got to do with your ugly? That should be wild, man. And then you know because I do you know like have my nails painted, I take care of myself, shit like that. Like I do exemplify you know the balance between both masculine and feminine attributes that everyone has. I just do mine more freely. Like I don't give a fuck how nobody feel you know about how I carry myself, nigga. It's me, you know what I'm saying. But so uh, I have I've had a couple guys like try to like hit on me before. Not even try, but have like one straight flirt mode, all that shit. And that would have like scared and terrified, you know, uh, a shallow minded nigga. Like, oh my god, this nigga's gay and he likes me, you know. And, like, they're like, I gotta get the fuck out of oh, here. Lord, I'm gonna be honest with and you. So, Big King to tell you, I've been in those situations a couple times, and you're you're 100 right. Like, uh, the young minded me wasn't super uncomfortable. <laughs> like, oh, super shit. uncomfortable. I was I, I wasn't with that yeah, shit. I but, ain't gonna lie. But now, you know, like I I don't mind when it happens because I think it's a huge compliment. Because like I just said, like not too long ago. In our conversation, nigga, 
both sexes think I'm attractive. Yeah. Like, the fuck? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. nigga, that's fucking dope. <laughs> it's like, yeah. the fuck you mean? Like, just because, you know what I'm saying? Like, if someone of the same sex likes me, that don't mean I'm going to like them back, you know, because I'm not gay. I'm very yeah. straight. Mm-hmm. I'm disappointingly not gay. <laughs> like, to a lot of motherfuckers that wish I was. Yeah. Uh, but, nah, man, I just don't like homophobia. I don't like I don't none like of that it. shit. I can't. I can't stand by that, you know what I'm saying, at all. So I want to take a second to speak on that because some of the best people I know are fucking, you know, gay, bi, you know, LGBTQ, whatever they want to identify as. But So that's that. Yeah. um, So did you grow up as, like, the weird person? um, Or were you, like, pretty much, like, socially accepted? I I grew up kind of on both sides because I was, like, I was a weird nigga, too, a little bit. Because I had, like, gauges, and I wore all black yeah. all the time, and, like, shit like that. I, so, like... I think people always found the comfort in my weirdness. Mm-hmm. So, to answer the question directly, yes, mm-hmm. I've always been strange. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it allowed me to be able to hang out with everybody. Like, I was the motherfucker that everybody, everybody welcomed around, because I, I was never on no, like, sideways shit. Yeah. So, I could hang out with the niggas that thought they were the hardest niggas ever, Cause mm-hmm. I, you know, just was vibing, bro. Like, all right, so that's that's what we on out here. And mm-hmm. for the people that were nerds, I was with them too. You know, it's like, you know, back in the late nineties, like I was like, I watched Dragon Ball Z. I like Pokemon. Mm-hmm. You know, I got Pokemon cards right here. You want to, you know, see this shit? Yeah. I'll trade you, nigga. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like all that. So I was on that. Um, any anything really. So every side, I was always welcomed on. So I've always kind of been this way. Mm-hmm. Uh, was I picked on for it? Yeah, there was times when I used to be, you know, picked on and shit. Cause some shit was considered corny or lame or it just wasn't cool at the time. But those same motherfuckers that, you know, was picking on me, now they they trying to figure out how to duplicate, mm-hmm. you know, the, the same weird shit. That's you know? the crazy part. Yeah. That, yeah. That's like Damo. Yeah. Like Damo used to be a straight hood nigga. <laughs> yeah. And now he be trying to be like, the, you know, like, how we saying like the weird vibe? Like he trying nah, to be he, on like nah. some different shit. He really just tries to do like like whatever's what's popping. popular right yeah, now. Whatever's popping. A lot of people are like that though, bro. Yeah. Like like I think I was just telling um somebody uh something yesterday. My mom told me. My mom was like, you know, whenever uh, you're yourself and you're always going to be yourself and you're not scared to be yourself and show people who you really are, a lot of people are going to be envious towards that. But eventually, they're going to accept it and try to duplicate it. Yeah. That's just how life goes. Mm-hmm. So, like, but it's really not fair, though, because, like, it's not fair. Like, he was just saying he'd been painting his nails since 2015, right? Mm-hmm. It's not fair that a nigga start painting his nails in 2021, and he's like, <laughs> I'm different, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> like, nigga, you're not different, nigga. Yeah. You got that shit from Playboy Cardi. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you're not different, nigga. You ain't, you ain't even, like, you wasn't even doing this shit before it was accepted. Mm-hmm. I don't even see... I, I, I don't understand those type of mindsets, like with somebody who like who like goes out their way to try to be different. Like, bro, you can tell like everything he got going on is like probably genuinely him, bro. Like, mm-hmm. I can't pinpoint like uh, a music artist or nothing that like that that's that's similar to that. Mm-hmm. But um, I want to talk about your music too because your your uh, music is real different. Like, uh, what made you um you know uh not want to be the uh, stereotypical rapper? And really want to be a uh, a musician for real because you play instruments too, right? Mm-hmm. Like I I I never like claim to like play the fuck out of instruments because like there's so much more I could like grow on when it comes to musicality on instruments. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I can make them sound good, mm-hmm. so I could do that. But um, I mean I never really made a decision to not 
be like the standard, you know, rapper. And I think because for me, it came more genuine. I just love music at the end of the day. So it's not even just limp, like, I just like rap. It's like, no, I fucking love music, like of all, you know, uh, genres. Mm -hmm. And so because I'm black and like, and and I grew up in America, most of young black Americans grew up on fucking hip hop. So that was like yeah. my main dish that was served to me. So I, you know, uh, I guess you could say I, you know, went in that direction more so than any other one. But I don't know, man. Like I never really had to try to make a conscious decision to be like, I don't want to be like them. I just, just do what I like to do, mm-hmm. you know, and it just comes out this way. And I don't know. Yeah, I don't really have a great answer for that one other than, like, I didn't really make a decision oh, no, to be that like that. You, if you had a genre to put yourself in, it would be hip-hop, though, or would, would it be just... Man, so I always want to say alternative. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how I really be feeling. But I don't think alternative, that genre is recognized to really hold rap in it. Yeah. You know, right now, I think, you know, when you think alternative, you instantly think alt-rock. Yeah. Um, And so I don't want to, like be like, oh, my shit's just alternative because I don't think it'll be perceived what I'm trying to say if I just say it like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, I would just say it's rap. You know, it's definitely hip-hop. It's definitely hip-hop. There's no way around that part. Mm-hmm. But um, I, w- I would say, like, alternative alternative hip-hop, if that could be a thing. Mm. But, um, okay, I had a brain fart, my bad. You good. But <laughs> um, I want to get to the Augusta thing, too, because I noticed in a lot of interviews and in um, a lot of your music, you big up Augusta. Like, where's your love for Augusta come from? Oh, it's, I mean, I was raised here. Like, I was I was raised here, and I know so much of me is Augusta. Um, even if it's hard to recognize at first because I am considered, like, weird or out the box. You know, like, mm-hmm. but where do you find a nigga like that in South Augusta? <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> and it's like, well, I'm the nigga from South Augusta. So it's like, yeah. here, here we are. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, I mean, I spent most of the years of my life here. Like, I was born in Baltimore, Maryland. Uh, come from a military family. So as soon as I was born in Baltimore, I was, I was there for maybe, like, a couple weeks to, like, a month or so, just when I was old enough to fly on a plane. Flew to Germany, because that's where my family was already stationed at. My mom just wanted to have me around, our immediate family that was in Baltimore. So born in Baltimore, drop down, go to uh, Germany. I'm in Germany when my life kicks in, and, like, I, like, download in, into the consciousness, you know, and I'm yeah. like, oh, I'm here. You know, I was, like, I was in what Germany. Part of Germany? Uh, Heidelberg. Yeah, okay. so I was in, I, I was, was thirty minutes from there. I was in Mannheim. That's dope, I, man. I've heard that name so many times. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's thirty minutes from Heidelberg. Yeah, that shit. But I was only I was like a toddler, so I wasn't driving around and shit. But I'm mm-hmm. familiar with the names. Uh, but yeah, so I stayed there for like five years. After that, uh, right when I turned six, we had moved to Hepsibah, Georgia. Uh, so I moved out to Walton Meadows. That's where I was at, and I was out there before that shit was even done being built. Like I'm one of the original. Walton Meadow residents, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. like that was the first neighborhood out the Waltons because you got Walton Meadows, Walton Landings, Walton Acres. Now you got uh, Walton Farms uh, and some other shit. But blah blah blah. I'm trying to say this to let you like let anyone who needs to know this is like, bro. I was in South Augusta before South Augusta really was like yeah, even in South Augusta. Yeah, you know, so it was like red clay and a couple of houses. Like that's what we had out there. But anyway, so I stayed there until I was like. Man, 12, moved to North Augusta for like a year solid uh, from North Augusta. Went to Washington State on the West Coast. And I was there for like, uh, shit, like three years, two or three years. Mm. Yeah, a lot happened in those two or three years. I was like 13. Yeah, two years. I was 13 when I got up there on the head. And then I moved back right uh, right before I turned 16. So close to three years. But anyway, so much happened on the West Coast. Mm. Um, so a lot of me is influenced by their culture, too. But then I moved back to Georgia. I moved out to Grovetown, and then from then Hepsiba again. Uh, 
but all these years collectively, the most of them are spent here in Augusta. So that's where the love comes from. Uh, even when I moved to Washington State, man, I wish I could have seen it when I was 13. I was the only motherfucker up there with fucking big ass tall tees, you know, <laughs> down down past my fucking knees and shit, yeah. and still wearing the fucking sticker that says tall tee on it. Yeah. And I had to fit it, you know, uh cat, what's that what's that brand called? Like 50 something? 50, uh, 59, 50 or something. Some yeah. shit like that. So we know what we're talking about. And yeah. it's and so I'm up there looking like fucking straight up. You know, down yeah. south Georgia boy. You know, like yeah. I. Big King, Big King said that was the worst era in fashion. That nigga tripping. Ah! That nigga <laughs> I tripping. I think it was though, bro. <laughs> nah. That was bad. Bro. That nah. was my favorite. Not, not saying like that. He's not saying that that was the best moment in fashion because it wasn't. I think but, it was. <laughs> but it was lit. <laughs> it was lit. I think the worst era in fashion is when niggas and some motherfuckers still do it now, where they be wearing these tight ass pants. Yeah. And then sagging. With the tight oh, yeah, ass that's, pants, that's crazy. Yeah. I don't and like, like and like, and when I say tight, I mean like, nah, fam, like the shit don't even fit your waist. Yeah, like it's different between having tight pants, like the legs are tight, yeah, and then the straight up waist don't fit you. Yeah. yeah, you know. And I hate when I see someone that's like, why is your why what? I like, think I think I think the worst <laughs> era in fashion was was that time period right after what you're talking about and right before everybody started wearing tight pants where like Lil Wayne and uh Jewel Santana was was wearing the rock star belts with the little studs uh, on them and shit. Yeah, and yeah, Kanye yeah. West was 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 bringing the polos with the with the with the, with the collar and the backpack. No, that was the worst era in fashion. Because everybody was on some weird shit. Everybody was trying to figure it out. Like, niggas was still wearing tall tees but putting on your jerk jeans. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That was a weird yeah, era right there. Was trying to figure it out. <laughs> yeah, niggas was trying to, like, transition between goddamn the baggy shit to the tight shit. But, like, a nigga uh, uh, had a skinny jeans with a tall tee. Yeah. That was nasty work. Yeah. But what That's was, the worst era. Yeah, but what was, what was crazy, though, was, like, everybody was questioning my, you know, fashion sense when I came from the South over to the West Coast, and I'm wearing these big-ass tees, baggy pants, fitted hat, all this shit. And then, literally, like, a year later, finally, the, the trend makes it to yeah, them. Yeah, to the West know? Coast, because it's a different time. Yeah, it's a different time. And yeah. so the trend makes it to them. And I remember, so when I went up there, I'm in the eighth grade. The following year, freshman year in high school up there, motherfuckers showing up. Big ass tees, motherfuckers showing up. You know what I mean? Trying to lean and rock and shit. And I was like, man, fuck, what? I was like, that's crazy. Cause y'all was really looking at me different and asking me why I dress the way I dress. But now y'all dressing how I was dressing. Well, you know, back then, like music was like real. Um, what's the word? Like in your in your area. Like in Texas, everybody was listening to Chopped and Screw. Yeah. In Georgia, niggas was listening to T.I. But in the West Coast, nobody was listening to fucking T.I. Mm -hmm. It was real. What's the word for it? Um, regional? Yeah, regional. Yeah. There you yeah. go. Music was real regional back then. And it, it took a little while for it to get there. Like, it's funny. I lived in um, Kentucky for two years. Mm -hmm. And when I moved there, I want to say it was 2008, 2009. Them niggas had just started listening to Gucci Mane. Mm -hmm. And Gucci Mane came out here and went 04, 03. Yeah. Can, can we say though? I think Southern raps had the longest reign in hip hop. Nah, uh, Bro, New think York. About it. New York had that shit. Well, it's fifty years of hip hop. New York had that shit since for early two thousands. Bro, we've been running the game since early two thousands. Think about that shit. New York had it before then for thirty years. Mm -hmm. We 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 on the ass then. We getting there. Yeah. Mm. Everybody want to sound like Atlanta. Yeah. Everybody want to sound like Memphis. Bro, we've been running. Well, the game. well, you know now. It's pretty much dead now because, um, like I was just talking about music being regional, music is no longer regional. That's what I'm saying. Like, 
a nigga, a nigga like Blueface put some shit out. I don't know where the fuck that nigga from. You know what I'm saying? He ain't got no sound. Um, NBA Young Boy, you would have to tell me this nigga's from Louisiana. I can't, I can't hear it in him. I can tell, bro. Him and Roddy Rich sound like the same nigga. Not me. I can tell. Nah, they sound like the same nigga, bro. They they literally use the same plugins. They use the same plugins. You can hear that shit. Like them niggas both be whining and sounding like Rod Wave. Nigga, everybody sound the same now. It's it's no more regional shit. Now nah, you, yeah, you can look at a nigga. Sound like the South. That's what I'm saying. Everybody. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I was agreeing trap. with you. I was agreeing with you. Everybody making trap. Ain't nobody got them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Everything is trap now. Everything is. Everything sounds like the South, bro. That's what I'm saying. But do you think that's a good thing? I mean, I love Southern hip hop, so. <laughs> He's like, he doesn't mind. Yeah, I don't mind. <laughs> what like, you think? Love... Um, for me. Again, I just love music. So if the yeah. shit if the shit sounds dope, it's it's dope. Um, I do think there is a there is a lot of like emulation, you know, in the mm-hmm. rap game. Everybody wants to try to sound like the thing that is like cool right now, I guess. And I think that part's bad. Like you shouldn't try to sound like some shit just because it, it seems you know to be the the hitting thing right now. Because it's like that shit's gonna go away. Yeah. It's like you got that shit really annoying too. Like yeah. to sit in the studio and listen to thirty niggas come in that bitch and all make the same fucking song. Yeah, they sound like the same shit. And listen to more than just one thing because I think also it's an issue of if you only listen to what you're told is cool, then you're gonna as a creator you're, you're limiting you know the shit that you can create with. Oh, uh, what kind of music you listen to? Oh shit, everything like mm. literally fucking everything. To answer the question more accurately, I'm actually gonna open up my fucking phone. And talk about some of the last things that I've added. So there's a fucking uh, song called uh, Let's Live For Today by The Grassroots. That's some old, like, I don't even know what year that shit came out. When that shit come out? 1967. So I'm listening to some shit from 1967 that I just added. Uh, There's another song. I think it's African. It's called Come On Home. I'm going to butcher this name, but the artist is Lejadu Sisters. Lejadu Sisters. Mm -hmm. So I'm listening to some African shit. Uh, I'm listening to. I just added a song called by. It's called, it's called Horizon by Daft Punk, and it's a Japanese limited release or exclusive release. Sorry about that. Because uh, something happened when they were releasing their album. For some reason, it wasn't available in Japan, and so to make Japan still know that they're appreciated, the fans over there, they made a song and released it just for Japan to have on their version of the album. So found out about that through that bitch on my fucking library. Is that Sizzle? Nah. Oh, this is this is a, a oh that's the Japanese oh I yeah, thought that was Sizzle yeah she's called <laughs> G, she's called Gia Gia Fu or Gia Fu G I A listen to K-pop not really oh. um but yeah so I'm it's and, just you Big King damn no nah, I mean I don't, K- I don't listen to K-pop <laughs> I mean I'm I mean, your son you listen to that my, shit my son though. and my my sister do that's because that's the younger generation yeah that's, that's and, like what they come I from. mean K-pop is cool like it is like it's I don't right. listen to it because it's it's not my thing. Um, what was that one song? Gundam style? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was, That's K-pop? I think that was the I, gran- that I think that was like, the father. Yeah. Like one of the Bruh. father figures of modern K-pop. I guess you could say I yeah. think so. And if somebody doesn't agree with that statement, it's not a hill I'm trying to die I, on. Nah, I never thought of that. <laughs> so, I never thought like, of that. That's, that's crazy. That's K-pop not what's happening. It's kind of just a recreation of like when American pop was like Everybody's going crazy over NSYNC, Backstreet Boys. Yeah. yeah. They took this shit to the next level. So it's like... It's, <laughs> that shit kind of cool, it's though. It's hella, like, yeah. bands that's just, like, for a only, only weird thing about K-pop is all them boys look like girls. That's just the thing over there now. 
You know yeah, what I'm saying? That shit. That's the only weird thing. That and my girl. My, I mean, my sister. She thinks that shit so attractive, bro. She likes yeah. I know. I heard her talking. She about I mean, her a feminine ass I think, nigga. She loves that. Shit. <laughs> I think it's less of like. Well, I'm. I'm, I'm not talking about like her taste in particular, but mm-hmm. I think androgyny. I think that shit is is yeah. dope. Like, I just don't like limits, man. So it's like yeah. for someone to be like, oh, the best way to be is. I'm going to look like a guy, whatever we think a guy looks like, because what a guy, what masculine looks like now is completely different than what it used to look like that was deemed masculine. Like, given y'all real facts right now, high heels, that guys were the original wearers of high heels. It was people of nobility and higher class in society that wore high heels, men. And then later, it was allotted that women could wear them. You know, it's like the same nod of... uh, class or whatever so women got that from guys mm-hmm. so for guys like what he wearing heels hell nah bro gay as fuck mm-hmm. it's like yo actually your mindset right now is, is just limited is all you know if you had a grander scope on things you would know that that's actually not uh demascul- demasculizing you know however you want to say it to uh to this gender uh what's another one if you look at ancient egyptian hieroglyphs when have you ever seen pharaoh in some pants nigga Motherfucker yeah. was in a skirt, bruh. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, if, if you if you want me to use our words right now, that was a skirt. <laughs> Your fam yeah. had on a short piece of fabric yeah. above the knees, wrapped around his waist, no top. Mm. Like, what of it? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> with, with, with eye makeup on. Yeah. So, yes, I'm wearing the eyeshadow. I'm wearing what you would recognize to be a skirt. And if mm. you say something about it, your head's going to roll before the sun drops. Yeah. Like, because yeah. that, that was masculine at the time. So, um... Yeah, man, I think... So how do you view masculinity now? I think masculinity is more in actions than what it looks like. You know, I think I think that's where people get it fucked up. Like, it's all about the actions, not what it looks like. So masculine, it's, it's going to be a protecting uh, type of energy with more of a ferocity. Because uh, mothers are nurturing, you know, and that's a form of protection. Mm-hmm. But fathers are like, I protect from the outside, you know, and bring it inward. Mothers protect from the inward, you know, and then opposite direction. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just all about the the energy, man. It's hard to describe because like how do you describe what energy looks like, you know? But that's that's what it's that's what it is for me today. That's what masculinity is. It's just how it's how you carry yourself in the masculine, not what you look like. So how you feel about gender roles then? Do you feel like um it's a place for them or, you know, are they different now for re- <coughs> Excuse me, for a reason? I think with gender roles, that's one of those things that you have to, when you really want to dissect it and for real, for real, pull it apart, you have to like view it from far back. You can't view it from where we're at now. Uh, don't let me lose my place on this because I'm going to have to kind of go sidebar to bring it to where I want to you know, bring it right now. But sometimes I think gender roles, how we view it now, are more traditional than anything. They're more of a tradition versus a, a factual stance. Uh, so say if somebody... Somebody's grandma, you know, uh, when they moved out, was trying to cook Thanksgiving dinner, and they were putting a turkey in a pot, but the pot couldn't fit the whole turkey in it, so they would chop the turkey up to cook it in the pot so it fit. They show that recipe to their baby. Now they cooking turkey chopped up in a pot, and then they carry that shit on to the next generation. Now the family thinking, nigga, this is how you're supposed to serve Thanksgiving turkey, you know what I'm saying, chopped up in a pot. They doing it like that just because that's how they think it's supposed to be. Um, That's the role of it. It's supposed to look like this. It's supposed to be like that. But they don't understand that it's circumstantial. It only looks like this now because there was a time given when I didn't have a big enough pot. <laughs> and it was like, yeah. so I had to chop this bitch up. So I think general is where it was like, 
hey, uh, the woman stays home and cooks and cleans. The husband goes out and, and gets, you know, the job and, you know, brings home the bacon, you know, so they used to say, I think that was circumstantial. I think that was because, well, hell, they were in a society that dis- uh, discriminated against women. Mm-hmm. A woman couldn't get a job. <laughs> so it's like, what the fuck else is she supposed to do? It's like, well, shit, since you can't get a job, logically, I'll get the job. And while I'm not here, can you be here and, you know, tend to the house? So I think it was circumstances less than a, I can't do it because I'm a woman. You know, our genders are different, so I'm just not built to do that. It's like, mm-hmm. no, I don't believe in that. So I think gender roles are stupid. Uh, that's my personal stance on it. And I think they come from circumstantial, you know, uh, places versus like factual ones. Big King, this is when you insert your uh, topic you have for today. You can insert it. Introduce it. <laughs> All right. So uh, Big King said he's been noticing a lot lately that a lot of men been getting their last names hyphenated when they get married. And, so, take, and taking on their women's last names. Yeah, taking on their women's last names. Hold on, but are the women hyphenating their name also, or are, are they just keeping their last name? Some, the man's just taking their last, they last name, and then some, they're just hyphenating. Both of them have it hyphenated, like like Williams Anderson or whatever the hell. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Shit like that. Um, personally, I don't have a problem with that because it doesn't affect my life. Yeah. But if I had to give an opinion on it, like everyone has an opinion, right? So if I had to give an opinion on it, I, I would want to know, like what's what's the benefit, mm-hmm. you know, of doing that, yeah. and like so why? Like help me understand because it's something yeah. that I'm ignorant to, so I don't I don't really know enough about this situation to even give an accurate opinion that holds any weight. So I would need to be educated by someone who's actually doing it or understands it more than I do. Uh, I don't know what the purpose would be, but then I guess that same question would be flipped, and they're like, well, what's the purpose of a woman taking a male's name? And then I would be like, well, I think that's when you have to step back and look at it, and it's like because. Most of like the, uh, the I don't want to call it the benefits of having a family, but like everything that like the family owns would always be in the male's title. So mm-hmm. if you take his name, then you now have that because that's where the thing is at. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's pretty much how that started. But as far as a man taking a woman's name in today's age, I don't I don't have an opinion on it really because I don't know why they would do that. Like and not in a not in like a not even, too, yeah, not even uh, like a uh, why would you do that? But like no, I literally as the words say, like why why would you do that? Do, I don't do you, do you feel like in this generation we're we're running into a lot more alpha females in in like relationships? I told you ain't no such thing, bro. No, there is. Ain't no such thing. No I'm telling you, female. It, you can, you can, you can really manifest anything you want to. Like, what bro, pack, anything can. What anything, pack has alpha females? Hey, bro, listen. So I, I'm, I'm gonna jump in here real quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, oh, every every pack has has alpha females, mm-hmm. and I'm a person that has a lot of fucking dogs. Like, I've been raising dogs for like nine years now. Every mm-hmm. day of my life, multiples of them, big ones, mm-hmm. and. <laughs> There's always an alpha female. Same way that how there's an alpha male, I've had to break mm-hmm. up dog fights because they're trying to establish who's alpha male. And then I've had to, you know, separate females because they're trying to figure out who's alpha female. A female dog that knows she's only the, the one who's running this shit, if you bring in another female from just random who the fuck cares, uh, there's going to be a problem. And the female, the, the alpha one, she's always going to be at the other one's neck, just checking her, checking mm-hmm. her. Like, bitch, get lost. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. this is my shit. Yeah. It's in the lion pride, like it goes to uh, rights to mate. Like some uh, some packs, 
the only there's it's kind of like the queen bee thing there's only one fucking female allowed to have babies and offspring the rest of y'all bitches can stand by in case some shit happened to me but yeah. you know until then i'm the only one that's giving us more members yeah. you know what i mean and so in nature i think we can always if we ever get lost as as humans if we ever get lost <laughs> in humanity we can always uh reference back to nature and just look at the the mechanics of nature itself and what happens in nature without us touching it. And I think that always gives us the answer for what we should do, you know, back in our egotistical, you know, uh, society. Mm-hmm. Uh, does, does, does that type of female attract a person like you, though? An alpha female? I like strong women. Mm-hmm. Um, I think an alpha fem- female, I think that just means a strong woman. Uh, one that doesn't mind dominating when necessary. And sometimes it can be overkill. And that's with females and males. Sometimes motherfuckers go out their way to try to be like, you know, <laughs> like a dick measuring contest. They're like, yeah, yeah. oh, bro, I just got this motherfucking, you know, Chevrolet. Another motherfucker, well, bro, I got the old school cutlass and da-da-da-da. Yeah. Another motherfucker, well, shit, I got... It's like, all right, everybody's just laying out dicks now to see who's... It's like, that shit don't, that shit don't matter. Yeah. But so uh, it can be overkill, you know, so some guys go out their way to try to be alpha. Some females go out their way to try to be alpha. But my take, do I attract a woman like that or am I attracted to women like that? I would say in short, yeah. Like, I, I like a, a woman that if I'm down, she can ride, you know? Mm. Like, I'll do most of the riding. Like, I don't mind. But I do like to have a partnership. I don't like to be this uh, this fig. I don't. I don't like to be a figurehead in a family where it's mm-hmm. like, oh, you know, I have to do- gender roles again. You know, yeah. it's like, yo, yeah. sometimes a nigga tired, so somebody else got to do some work. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like when you're driving on a long trip, you're like, but I drove 18 hours out of this 20 hour trip, mm-hmm. but this person right here is more than you know ready and capable to grab the wheel at any time if I need them to. And so that's the type of woman I, I you know, would prefer. Mm-hmm. It's like. I want you to be able to do damn near everything I can do, you know. So if there's ever a moment I can't do it for some reason, we ain't lose no strength because you you there with it, you know. So I like shit like that. Slim, do you think do you think that women are still attracted to the traditional alpha, or do you think it's yes changing? and no? Do you think it's changing? Yes and no. I'm gonna be honest with you. The whole time I was just sitting here listening to him talk, I was just thinking about like I couldn't imagine waking up and my girl got my car detailed. I couldn't imagine that. I could imagine like she got the car details, she cut the grass and got them. You know what I'm saying? I could imagine no shit like that. But like you, you, you getting up and you got them getting the kids in the car. Yeah, taking them to school. But I do know people where like those roles are flipped. Like I know people. I know. I've told you before. I know people that uh, the guy's a stay at home dad and he gets Mm -hmm. the kids ready for school and everything. And and she wakes up, she goes to work. She's the one that, you know, um, provides the bacon and he got down, cooks it. <laughs> yeah. And like she, all the money in the bank account is hers and he pays the bills. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I know families like that, but you know, it's always, it's always whatever works for you. But uh, what's the question you asked me? I, do you think women are, do you <laughs> My think, bad, I got on subject <laughs> like a motherfucker. <laughs> do you think women, do you think women in this generation as, as like Gen, Gen Z and millennials, <laughs> What we are, millennials and Gen Z, do you think women are becoming more attracted to alpha? Or oh, do you think I'm gonna be honest with like you, bro. I'm gonna be, alpha, I'm gonna be completely honest with you. Mm-hmm. Women today, and I'm talking about our age group, so mm-hmm. between 25 and 40, mm-hmm. bro, more women are starting to love bitch 
ass niggas. <laughs> and what I mean by bitch ass nigga, and I know I say that term on this pod all the time. What I mean by bitch ass nigga, I'm talking about women love, bro. Women are naturally nurturing. So they love to take care of a nigga. So, bro, they will go find this bitch-ass nigga that won't keep no job, that be mm-hmm. in and out of jail, that just be doing dumb shit every day. Nigga ain't even got a mixtape. He won't even have a mixtape. <laughs> just be a bum-ass nigga. Uh-huh. She, she will take him, and, bro, she will love this nigga to death. She will go buy this nigga a pair of Air Force Ones every day. She will get this nigga her keys. She will get this nigga allowance. And she feels good about herself, bro. Like, she's, she she feels like she's doing what humanity told her to do. She's like doing a, her like part. A jo- like a Jody-type nigga before he got right. Yeah. Uh, baby boy. Type. Yeah. Right. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to say I definitely feel like I agree with you. Um, but I think in both ways... Uh, I wasn't speaking to absolutes, though. I wasn't saying, like, all women are like that. I was saying no, 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 more no, no. women yeah, are like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, no, no. That's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like I yeah. agree with everything you just said. Uh, but I think more of just in a way of, like, nobody should pick stupid-ass people to be with. Mm. But sometimes we all go through, like, just dumb phases where motherfuckers ain't thinking. And we mm. like, you know, sex is lit. I'm yeah. going to stay riding with this motherfucker right here. But they actually trash, like, as a... As yeah. a person and how they function. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I ain't going to scrutinize too hard on that one. But it does seem like that, that more and more is like, so this is what you're out here picking. Like, mm-hmm. it's like, you know that dude is no good for you. It's yeah. like, what does he do? Like, he, he's not even cool. Floyd, he's I'm not a, even awesome. Floyd, I'm going to be honest with you. I got I got three <laughs> homeboys. And this is about to sound crazy. Don't judge me. This is about I, to sound no crazy. <laughs> I got three homeboys. And I be judging they old ladies on the low. Because I'd be like, Shada, you know you can do better. <laughs> like, yeah. what yeah. made you What made you do that? <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> and I'd be feeling bad for them. I'd be like, bro, like, come on, Shada. You know, like, your life would be totally different if you just, you know. But, you know, that's my partner. So, like, I ain't never said it before. But yeah. I'm still not going to say it. I just said it on the pod. Like, nobody's going to know who I'm talking about. <laughs> and the three partners. It's just like watching the episode. <laughs> fucking tears coming down. It's balled up. <laughs> They know, like, I'm, I'm, they know I'm nigga, talking man. about them. <laughs> they know I'm talking about them. That's crazy. Um, yeah, man. So I don't know. You know, that's that's them though. You know, they'll, they'll get it. But yeah, Big King, to answer your question, I think more women are starting to um like bitch ass niggas. And as far as you was talking about uh the traditional like like, you know, view of like a masculine man, mm-hmm. um, I ain't I ain't gonna lie, Floyd Floyd changed my um my idea just a little bit, but um I do think it's dying a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like also it's a lot of factors that go into it. It's like, you know, our lives keep getting easier and keep getting better. So that caveman mentality, that shit don't really matter no more. Like, let's be honest. In 2023, like, like, let's let's be completely honest. Do you really need to own a drill? Yeah. Do you? Yeah. You I mean, think so? Yeah. I mean, I got three of them, but I'm, just, yeah. I'm, I'm asking y'all. Though, <laughs> you need man. tools, yeah. yeah. You think you so? You always need tools, bro. I don't give a fuck if we on a spaceship yeah. in the year 5055. I mean, nigga, have a drill. I mean, yeah, I, I feel that way, but I'm going to be honest with y'all because I feel the same way, but I'm going to be honest with y'all. I know some niggas that's getting by pretty good without having tools. Until they get to that moment where they need one. <laughs> and they just gonna call somebody and pay somebody to do it. And guess that's what, what I'm saying. Like times is just different now. I mean, you're not wrong. Like I'm not gonna sit here and cat. Like every day, 
niggas is having to repair a fucking you know horse and station buggy wagon because it got a broken wheel on it. So I got to yeah. go to the blacksmith and like yeah. like I get it. Like that ain't our reality. But for real, I think it's adequate that everyone you know needs to maintain the knowledge of using tools, how to fix shit on your own, things like that. Um, is that I think that is a masculine type thing like as far as the energetic thing I don't care if it's a woman with a wrench or a guy with a wrench talking about just like sex based mm-hmm. somebody need to know how to use a fucking wrench you know yeah. whoever's using it that's that's a masculine energy right there mm-hmm. uh, or a hammer or whatever um, you know but yeah again so in in the, in, basically in the like in a relationship standpoint somebody needs to play that role of masculine and somebody needs to play that role of feminine I think it's ebb and flow I don't think yeah. it's I don't think it, and that's why I was saying like I don't think it's a fixed position you know, I don't think it's like somebody has to just stay here at all times. I think mm-hmm. it could be interchangeable. It's like you just have to be because that makes you more of an asset than a liability. You know, if if you're fluid enough in your own, you know, in your soul and your structure of how you do shit, you're fluid enough to be able to hold down the fort wherever necessary. Like you are an asset at that point. You know, if you're just like, well, all I could do is fucking, you know, hammer in a few nails and fucking shovel clay, then it's like, well, damn, what if I need you to actually talk nice to the kids, you know, because they're crying? <laughs> like, what if I what if I actually need you to just, like, you know, uh, support me emotionally? Do you even know what that even means? Like, you know, talking to the person in that moment. So I think it's good to not be fixed just in one position. I would like to be able, personally, I would like to be able to meet, you know, my partner's needs in any way that I can. Uh, versus like, well, this nigga can only fucking, you know, <laughs> hammer a goddamn nail and mow the lawn. Like, that's right. worthless. <laughs> I got one more question. All right, you hear glass smash in the middle of the night. Big ass burglar in your house. Who is supposed to go in there and, and take care of business if that situation ever happens? Teamwork, baby. Teamwork. Teamwork. Y'all gonna be the hardest. Dirk and uh, Dirk and uh, what's the name? Teamwork. What's Dirk? Oh, what's his name? They got them shooting in the mansion. Right, because look, because I'm I'm always because I'm always excited. We said that's our thing about soldier boy shit. That nigga came down. Shot his ass too. Yo, took off his mask. Damn. Anyway, but I know that nigga. Yo, but fucking um, yeah, no teamwork. Like I always got the blicky so. Of course, if something go down like that, I'm I'm going out regardless. Like I'm finna go see what the fuck is happening. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would love it if my shorty was like, "Shit, you do that, and just in case you miss, nigga, me too. I got you." Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm like, "Bet." What you think? What you think? <laughs> hey man, I feel like I feel like Floyd is real optimistic. Um, I know <laughs> I know whatever girl I'm with, yeah. she's staying her ass in the room. <laughs> She's in a room. That bitch might shoot me in the ass. Yeah. And then, I, ain't, I ain't trust because I'm not trusting my girl with no kind of weapons. Bro. Nah, 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 nah. So really? Stay here. I'm gonna go handle this shit real quick. See, but I'm 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 around men who be taking uh, like they wives and, and female partners to the gun range. Like they do you, be do you know the guns. level of patience you have to have to do that? Yeah. You have to be a very patient person to be able to deal with a woman in those kind of in those kind of settings. Because first off, you got you got a firearm, which is something deadly. Oh yeah. And then you're dealing with her emotions. It's it's a lot that come with that dog. Like first, y'all should try to um, do the little paddle boat shit first before <laughs> before you go to the gun shit. See how successful y'all at at doing teamwork with that. Like I roll, you roll. Yeah. I roll, you roll. And then if y'all successfully do that. 
then take her to the gun range. I think you're right. It does it does take a lot of patience, but I think it takes a lot of patience to teach anybody anything, you know, if they don't know what yeah. they're doing. Yeah. You I know? agree. And so I cause I had just took, you know what I'm saying, a female friend of mine to the gun range like two weeks ago and she ain't never shot a gun before. And my gun's heavy. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? My shit's 33 ounces loaded. Mm-hmm. And so, and she ain't a big girl at all. She's probably like... What kind <laughs> of gun is it? Uh, it's, a, it's a Beretta, 92 oh. FS. Okay. Uh, and yeah, so that's just a lot of metal. Uh, it's, it's a gun that a lot of people don't even like to keep on them as a, a daily, you know, daily carry theory. around just because yeah. it's so fucking heavy. Mm-hmm. But anyway, man, so I got her out there and she's tiny and I'm, t- I'm teaching her how to hold it and all this shit. But I actually learned to do that from my dad because my dad would take, you know, uh, my mom out there, you know, to, to go shoot and shit like that. And then when you go out there, you see other guys teaching their daughters how to shoot. They mm-hmm. So I think it's just, it's a good thing to have strong women. I just love strong women, man. So, you know, anything I could do, I would like it if, if, my, if my girl could do it too. So, yeah, man, I think it's just it makes everything easier. A lot of girls, a lot of girls scared of guns though, bro. Oh, They're scared hey, shitless. I mean, yeah. Actually, I know, hold on, let me not make that gender-based because we got a homeboy that's scared shitless of a gun. Before I ever really started shooting guns, I was scared of guns. Really? Just because you never, like, Bressa, it's, this is death in a one, one yeah. pool. Yeah, if you use it incorrectly. Yeah, or, shit, tool. actually, if you use yeah. it correctly. Yeah, like, for yeah. real. If you use this. Yeah, if you use it, period. For real. It's death in one tool, bro. So, it's like, that always used to, until I realized, like, oh, these shits are actually reliable, like. Oh, as yeah. long as you're not, you know, being a dumbass with it and you know how to work it, yeah. it's completely reliable. Yeah, you know my analogy. I always say um, tools tools is like, you know, like a hoe. You can use a hoe to, you know, make a good-ass garden, or you can use a hoe and put it in the back of somebody's skull. Mm-hmm. It's a tool. I wasn't sure which way you were going to go with that. Oh, no, I'm, in a, I'm in a hole like a I had a, I had a whole eye squint, like, focused on, like, what <laughs> is he about to say next? Like, he's like, it's just like a hoe. He's like, nah, I mean, you nah, could nah, dig nah, a garden nah, with nah, it, nah, or you could have one in your motherfucking bed, slut it out. And I was like, both get the job done. That I'm is, like, holy shit. That is some shit I would say, though. <laughs> like, that is some shit I would say, I, though. I, I, I ain't going to lie. I kind of picked that out your vibe. I was like, I feel like he's going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> then you didn't nah, say that. I actually, I, like, I actually was being serious this time. Yeah, I was shocked that you didn't go there, and I was like, huh. "Yeah, I'm not, I, I, <laughs> bro. I'm not always ratchet. You, you know what's crazy? You know, uh, shots by Nino. Yeah, that's my boy, bro. First time I met him, dog, I was drunk as a motherfucker at mm-hmm. ten in the morning. It was somebody's birthday. We both was doing film work, and um, because I do photography and videography too, and um, me and Nino both was uh at the set. And I was just drunk, just rambling about all kind of stupid shit, just <laughs> dumb shit, just rambling, like at 10 in the morning. And um, Nino asked me, he asked me, he was like, Slim, do you believe in God? And we just went in this deep ass conversation about like God and the devil and how they intertwine and blah, blah, blah. Then we started talking about marriage and I started giving my takes on marriage. And that nigga just looked at me and he was like, hey, bro. You're the weirdest nigga I ever met in my life. <laughs> he was like, you're spontaneous as fuck. He was like, I only, I only be asking you questions because I don't know what the fuck you're going to say next. <laughs> yeah. And I thought about that shit. I was like, I am like that, bro. Like, because I don't know what the fuck I'm going to say next. Yeah. I, but like you be saying, Big King, I might be a little slow. Yeah, I think all of us are a little slow. I think that's how we all got connected because we all slow a little bit. Yeah. And I was attracted to. I wasn't in slow. If class, enough though. slow niggas get together and something starts speeding up, combine. I just sat down one day. I was like, bro. I was like, all right. I think Slim is slow. 
But if Slim is slow, <laughs> that means I'm slow. Because I be hanging out with this nigga, and that means Damo's slow. And I was like, and I start going through every one of our friends. I was bro, like, bro, y'all slow. How slow I'm, about to, I'm, I'm about to show you a video, Big King. I'm, I'm, I'm going to put it on the screen also. This is this is a good ass this is a good ass depiction of us as a friend group and niggas being slow. <laughs> Yo, what was that walk? Oh, uh, is this the right video? Oh, yeah, here we go. We not even talking about shit. <laughs> Oh, keep watching, bro. It's about to get stupider. <laughs> Chuck, ignorant ass laugh, bro. Wait till you see Chuck start dancing, bro. Oh, watch. Here it comes. Here it comes. <laughs> Look, watch Chuck, bro. <laughs> yeah, bro. That's 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 bro. That's the spare class right there. Yeah, yeah. That's the spare class. I think that's why we all linked up. Yeah, we all, all retarded. We all just in class. Like you never know heard how... it called sped before. <laughs> oh, that's what the kids call it now. They call yeah, it sped. Huh. That's what it's called in school. Now. Not special ed. Uh, sped. It's called sped. Why they stop saying special? Uh, I think it's supposed to be offensive. That's how I was trying to gauge. Okay, because I know a lot of things go. In and out of being offensive and not offensive. Yeah. Except for hard ER. That shit's always offensive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. But, <laughs> but bro, I ain't gonna lie, sped is a funny. I think ass sped is <laughs> bro, I think sped is offensive. Like in my head. You think so, bro? And somebody said, that boy kind of speddy, ain't he? And it's like, damn, what the well, fuck you just say? <laughs> well, you know, that's gonna that's gonna be the next word that's gonna be offensive. Sped sped sped's gonna be offensive. Sped soon. sounds offensive. And it's I'm, gonna be a, it's gonna be offensive soon. Like I think eventually we'll get away from like Everybody getting I, up no. about shit. I think we're going to go away from it, bro. People are tired of it already. Bro, you can't even say the R word no more. Yeah. Yeah. That's weird. But yeah, you, I mean. That, that, bro, that used to be a medical term. I mean, it's a real word. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but people are offended more so than not with that uh, usage. So, so what's the difference between sped and the R word? Bro, there's no difference. <laughs> the, only yeah. di- the only difference is, in this situation specifically, between sped and R word is people aren't upset at sped yet. Like, that's literally the only difference. Yeah, that's it. That's literally the only difference. You know, both are pinpointing the same, you know, thing, uh, a different usage of mind function or mind functionality. Mm-hmm. That is our word, how we would, you know, use it or reference it. And that is sped. I like special ed. I thought special ed sounded really nice, actually. Like, when motherfuckers would get out of class early or get to go do fun shit, they're like, all right, all special ed, you know, students. Mm-hmm. I'm like, damn, that nigga's special. <laughs> and I was like, because yeah, because I ain't know, because I ain't, because I ain't really know what they was doing. You know, I just know they got yeah. to leave class and you know shit like that. Or uh, man, they used to have some other shit that sound really fun too, and I didn't know what it was. I, I think it was just special ed, man. That shit sound really fun when they, they were like go to go do shit. I was like, damn, that's cool. Y'all get to leave class early. Nah, the worst shit was when uh when you was bad as hell and they put you in special ed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, them, feel, niggas, <laughs> them niggas there, boy. I used to feel bad for them niggas, dog. Them niggas like, so bad, they slow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not them niggas in special ed just yeah, because. Just a fucking, I got to touch some shit. Yeah, my bad, 
Nah, you good. You good. Nah, you good. A fucking Rick James. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out my nigga Cooks. He gave that to me. It's out the box. It's already. Yeah, you good. My um, my. I my turn into a child already. and shit like this happens. And <laughs> what the fuck? My homeboy son, he uh, he already opened it. Yeah, we had to take a quick break though. Uh, what it was you said you wanted to talk about next? Oh, so look, um, I was over here looking at this uh, pop action figure. It's Rick James, right? Mm-hmm. And I should say it's Rick James, bitch. But uh, <laughs> I was like, I need to get some of those because that shit's fire. So I want to get a Rick James one. Mm-hmm. I want to get a Prince one, and I want to get a Jimi Hendrix one if those are available. And then, uh, cause I really fuck with you know those those people right there. Oh yeah. And I heard that you fuck with Jimmy too. Oh yeah. Jimmy is my All favorite right. fucking guitarist. Mm-hmm. Uh, Revolutionized that shit. Yeah, like I I absolutely love Jimi Hendrix, man. Mm-hmm. And Prince is my second favorite guitarist. Mm-hmm. And my third favorite guitarist. Shit, I don't know. I'll revisit that that answer because I don't just want to say some shit and then not yeah. really be like sticking to it. So yeah, for Jimmy's sure. The, definitely number one on my my list, of course. Anybody who changes the fucking game, like, after a nigga like that enters the game, it's never going to be the same again. Anybody who does that, that's like some fucking Michael Jordan or Steph Curry type shit. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Those people get my utmost respect. They're always going to be my favorite. Yeah, no, no doubt on that shit. I've been collecting a lot of vinyls lately, Mm -hmm. and I've been really happy to come across, like, some uh, original Jimi Hendrix shit, Mm -hmm. like his uh, Are You Experienced? I got the original release for that shit. Uh, my shit, Watchtower Maria, my album cover was inspired by his Electric Ladyland, the original art. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. Because uh, they had a they had a European release of it, and then they had an American release as far as the covers go. Yeah. European one featured like 15 or 12 uh, topless women in a room holding his vinyl with his picture. Yeah. Uh, the American one, you know, they were more censored back then, so they were mm-hmm. like, nah, we can't have this on the show. So yeah. they had to get a, a different cover for it. I forget what that one even looks like because I didn't really care. Uh, oh, I oh know. that's when you had like three topless uh, girls and mm-hmm. you was like yeah, in so the back. Yeah, so that's Watch Tower Maria. Mm-hmm. And that one was inspired by Jimi Hendrix's yeah. Electric Ladyland. Look, pull it up. If you uh, pull up the, if you type in Electric Ladyland original uh, cover, it, it should pop up. And that shit was fire to me. Like, I was like, okay, so we got big feminine energy. And then one of them is holding his vinyl with his face on it. So that's fucking awesome. <laughs> so fuck yeah, yeah. Jimmy is the dude. Sometimes when I look at Jimi Hendrix, it's crazy to oh, it's crazy to see that he accomplished all he accomplished. But by the time he was twenty seven, like he he died at twenty seven. You know what what I'm Why they mark the titties up? Nah, you should look at the real one. Oh, <laughs> like that, like that. That was real. Bad. Oh, I see, was, I see. They got it. They got it. Oh, oh you got why. the child safety on your phone. That's why. Oh, okay. <laughs> my internet. I ain't got none of that. Yeah, grow up, man. <laughs> Uh, my bad, y'all. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, wholesome as fuck. Come on, bro. <laughs> bro, like, you ever, like, be, like, type in, damn, my stomach hurt, and then goddamn nah. <laughs> on Google, nah. then, then a whole bunch of dicks or something pop what? up? Nah. Oh, it, oh, it's just me. My bad. That's why I, that, that's why I got the goddamn the, uh, I'll lock my yeah, I'll wild, bro. <laughs> <laughs> No, bro. So you ain't ever put like a medical symptom in and like a whole bunch of crazy shit just start popping up? Nah. Oh. No, bro. Normally just what I pop up. It's not yeah. dick related most of the time. <laughs> oh. Maybe it's just me, bro. My bad, bro. That nigga said, how much is milk at Walmart near me? Yeah. <laughs> Dicks. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? No, nah, for real, like you'll be like stomach ache. Yeah. 
stomach ache, uh, <laughs> diarrhea. Yeah. Next thing you know, you see a fucking picture of goddamn a big ass <laughs> ulcer hanging out a nigga ass or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. That's that type shit. I'm sorry your phone does that to you. It does that sometimes, bro. So that's why that shit was on there. Said the government hates him. <laughs> they but, be, they but be don't hacking. feel like <laughs> dicks on your phone for no reason to fuck Slim. with you every day. But don't huh? it feel like niggas back in the day like. Bro, I swear to God, when I was like younger and I used to watch like a person like Jimi Hendrix or Rick James or some shit, right? Them niggas would be in their like 20s. And they look really old. And they look like, I thought them niggas was like 40. Yeah, not yeah. saying. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. think. I, I think don't know that's what it shit, is. Uh, and I'd be like, bro, we like in our 30s now. That's crazy because I'm looking at this album cover and I'm like, bro, these some bap ass titties, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That, that's, these some, these some that's, bad before, teams, that's before the boob drop became like a thing, bro. Like, yeah, that's, you know you're looking that was, at, that's the original titties. Yeah, you look, you're looking at the the natural titties. Mm-hmm. I mean, I see natural titties, titties all titties, the time, bro. but like these nowadays, are, we too used to the the BBL and the, and and you got to think about uh, bra utilization, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, them so, hoes ain't use bras. Not really, and then not even that they didn't use bras, but the bras weren't as refined as they yeah. are now. And so, a picture of this, like, let's just talk about evolution, like through uh, genetics. So if you have someone who has, you know, heavier breasts because they're a bigger size and they don't have, they don't have, a, they don't have a lot of daily support, you mm-hmm. know, then genetically their kid's structure, body structure is going to come out mimicking that. But once you start getting more bras incorporated into modern society that are more strong and sturdy and the wires don't get caught in the dryer holes and get fucked up mm-hmm. so they can't even wear a bra for who knows how long until they get another one. So now you have more bras being used more often through time. So now breasts are sitting up more. So now when their kid comes out, you know, they're going to have the genetics of more of a, a, a mm-hmm. you know, I guess more held up. Yeah, more held up chest. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's what's going on why now there's more of a different shape to breast than what it was in that vintage photo that you just yeah. saw because it was like man you, you're looking at like seven decades of uh titties ago yeah. <laughs> like you know it's yeah. like it's like now we got titties that have been in victoria's secret you know mm. for the last 40 years mm-hmm. <laughs> you know so it's like the so support's think, different so what do we think about the, the bbl the diaper booties i don't fuck saying? with it you think that's you think that's gonna uh i don't fuck with that take that shit down the line my <laughs> kids gonna adapt to BBL too. <laughs> <laughs> bitch is gonna have. You know that's a good question. That's actually a good question. Me, nah, I, I don't think. I think. Let me sit I here think. And ponder that for a second. I think. Goddamn. Um, cosmetic surgeries on. ain't gonna pass on. You gotta like, pass that bitch on. When them girls be having kids, they kids be looking like them before the BBLs. Yeah. And um, but well, I but see, it's a it's a better question to be had. The better question is how is that. How is that kid seeing their mom with that BBL gonna affect them growing up? That's a good question too. Is the kid is the kid gonna gonna think like, hey, I don't look like my mommy? What happened? That's a I great was, question. I never thought about that. I was yeah. watching um music videos and goddamn, I just realized like, bro, my son like low key he eight. You know what I'm saying? You know every music video nowadays has a they got girls in bikinis butt naked shaking ass and all this. Stuff. Yeah, every last one of them. He just slowly being sexualized at the age of eight years old. You know, he don't man? really pay that shit no attention. Though. I know, but he doesn't know that it's doing something. It is because you got to think when we was younger. Right now, he, you know, he probably ain't really thinking about it like that. But when he get about ten, twelve, it's gonna be like it's gonna be so normal. Like sexualization is gonna be so normal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I was thinking about that shit watching music videos last night, and I saw my uh, my daughter. She was watching it too, and I was like, "This is bad." You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Like, I shouldn't be watching this shit. <laughs> Even though, like, I like the music and shit, I'm like, they shouldn't be watching this shit. 
Yeah. And I'm like, where the f- how far have we fucking come? Like, this is crazy. You know what I'm saying? Well, you know, when we was young, that type of shit wasn't like out in the open like it That's is That's what I'm saying. Now. Like, you saw a bitch. She might have had, like, you had, like, Buffy the Body, but she had, like, jeans on. Yeah. And she just had a big old booty. Yeah. That shit was fucking fat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that shit was like crazy. But, like, now, that shit's in panties. You know what I'm saying? I don't know, man. I think, for some reason, I remember seeing Buffy the Body in some red lingerie somewhere in my head. Yeah. Nah, the, the only image I have of her is, um... Shawty shows up, they're dancing on me. Yeah. And she had on like all black. It was like like a lace, some lace pant, and a lace over the top with some black, black panties. Body. It was yeah. all black. That shit can't be good for them though. That shit can't be good for kids. Though. Um, bruh, I think I think in today's in today's age, bro, you know, I don't I don't have children, so I don't like to give uh kid advice. But in today's age, bro. I really do believe you need to educate your kids on everything at a young age, bro. Because if you don't educate them on that shit, guess what? A little nigga like Slim, <laughs> who just who just got a hold of the Double yeah. XL magazine yeah. and just jacked off for the first time, yeah. is gonna put them on game. Yeah. Who do you want? Do you want eight year old Slim showing your son the Double XL magazine, or you want to show him? Why parents just can't be like old school parents no more, bro? God damn. And do what? And just make kids not goddamn. I, I at least want my kid to be protected until at least like thirteen. <laughs> Yo, my bad, y'all. Oh, look. you want all the parents to be the same on the same yeah. court? So I'm over here trying to. There was a music video that Exhibit had that had like this baddie in that bitch, man. I don't remember what she was wearing, but it was like some silk something flowing. Anyway, she was gorgeous. Forgot all about it. Right now, we started talking about Buffy. I was trying to see if it was her in the video. So I Google. Uh, exhibit music videos, and so my phone didn't pull up dicks or nothing. Like, oh, your shit be tripping. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm fucking with you. But so I'm literally, I'm looking. You know how Google has like it said people also ask uh, in that section. So like my question, but then it's like people also want to know this. So maybe this yeah. is what you're really trying to find out. First thing that people also ask about exhibit in, in relation to his music videos, it says, "Was exhibit a good rapper?" <laughs> question mark. Who the fuck wants to know that? But, Everybody knows the answer to that question. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was a good rapper. I think, I think, uh, bro, name me five exhibits. Huh? I can't, but, but that's not because he's not a good rapper. That's just because I didn't do my research okay. and I was born after his prime. But, uh, exhibit, he actually had some fire shit like when he first came out. Like, and that ain't me like trying to make him like be, seem better than what he is. Like, nah, he had some fire shit. I think it might even be like his original album. I gotta go and do some more research while we're talking about it. But I just what year were you born? Ninety one. Nah, you weren't born after his prom. When was his prom? You think? Um, when he had the fucking and the goddamn low rider was bouncing up and down. What year was that? That shit was like ninety nine, two thousand. What song was it? Um, bro, I ain't gonna lie, bro. Is it? Is it bad that I only know Exhibit from Pimp My Ride, bro? No, I was nah, gonna say that nah, next. That's all I know too, bro. Yeah, like my like, bro, that's all I remember. Bro, I got the song in my head. Yeah. I just don't know how to say it. Bro. And I remember him from Fifty Cent 
See Exhibit in the club telling Roe that weed up and then Exhibit <laughs> giving the head nod. That's the only times I remember that nigga. Hey, Exhibit was trash, bro. Floyd's <laughs> um, about to try to goddamn <laughs> convince us this nigga wasn't trash. But this nigga to, wasn't I'm talking about shit, If I could bro. just tell you about this one song, I don't know. I remember him. This shit about to be ass. Club, it's not ass. It's not ass. Hold up. And then I remember it's Pimp My Ride. Ass, that was it. Let me see. What the fuck was this? Man, song? I used to love Pimp My Ride. So I, shout out to Exhibit, man. man how, does, how does he spell his name? X, X to Z. <laughs> <laughs> X to the Z is crazy. That is how he spelled his name. <laughs> this nigga, bro, this nigga uh, trash as fuck. Bro, he's not. X to the Z Exhibit? <laughs> That's lame not. as hell, bro. Hey, bro, then, Z, bro. Then I typed that shit just like that, too. Yeah. X, Z, Exhibit. Yeah. <laughs> That's lame as hell, bro. And the one motherfucker in the world that I know it know exactly what song I'm looking for. I don't fuck with him no more, so I don't even. Damn, bro. Yeah, bro. I'm I'm sitting here. I'm sitting here scrolling through his catalog. This shit ass, bro. But see, this album right here, I know for a fact came out in 2000 because I lived in Germany at the time, mm-hmm. and I I remember this shit like. You remember you used to go into the music store oh, to, to get an album, for the shit and the shit used to be like in. just full of all the trash ass albums, and the shit you wanted was always gone. Yeah. I was one or two. Hey, I found the Nigga, video this with the baddie. Full. <laughs> <laughs> you said what? I found the video with the baddie. Now I just gotta find what scene she in. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't so. The song's not fire, uh, but the video. The song's called Concentrate by Exhibit. Not the one I was looking for, but uh, yeah, I, bad I, I, Exhibit so is from L.A., right? He's an L.A. West I think Coast so. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, my introduction to him, like you, was Pimp My Ride. I didn't yeah. know he existed until that. I think this is right around the time when West Coast rap was falling off. I wanted bro to like, give me a car so bad. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, me too, bro. I, I wanted him to pimp my Honda out so bad, bro. I was only like 12, but I needed a car from him. I was yeah. like, bro, just give me some shit with a fish tank and the steering wheel. Yeah. And bro, the fucking but you know, like, a lot of those cars... Um... He said, nigga, we put a PlayStation 9 in your fucking seat, though. <laughs> <laughs> I said, God. A lot of those cars, the insurance companies was dropping them. For real? Mm-hmm. <laughs> just wasn't safe to drive no more. Yeah, bro. Uh, they couldn't get insured no more because <laughs> the car value was too up. high. The car value was too high. So this they couldn't get insured it. no more. God damn. So this was not Buffy the Body. Yeah. Damn. That's crazy. I've this shorty had me in a chokehold when I was like. He really he really tried to convince us that uh Oh, X I'm not done yet. Exhibit. I'm not done yet. Yo, shorty right here. She was a baddie. She alright. Bro, think about being 15. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, yeah. She mounted up. The, <laughs> the one ATO just came the out. The movie that yeah. I was obsessed with growing up was Melissa Ford, bro. And I'm still obsessed with Melissa Ford, bro. So you be watching the Joe Budden podcast about the jack off and shit. Who's Melissa? Yeah. Melissa Ford. Yeah, Melissa she's a video Ford. vixen. She's like a, one of the original video yes. vixens. Melissa day, Ford. She fine as hell. She from Canada. She fine as a motherfucker. Let me look what she looks like. Melissa Ford, Buffy the Body. Melissa Ford. That's vintage vagina. Yeah. Melissa. So beautiful. Vintage vagina. I'll leave my whole family right now for that bitch. Chill out. I'm dead serious. I ain't gonna lie, bro. Hit me up. That's how that's how I like women to look, bro. Like, let's get back to this BBL shit, bro. Mm-hmm. That's how and I don't know, bro. Like, I try not to like tell women what to do with their bodies or even suggest for what women should do with their bodies. Mm-hmm. But that's how I want a woman to look. I want her to be natural and just fucking yeah, yeah, beautiful, yeah. bro. Like, so you're not, not fucking too with much the BBL makeup. era. You're not fucking with the BBL. Man, I'm gonna be honest with you, bro. I'm so like this BBL shit 
is so annoying to me. Like, I literally get on Instagram and keep scrolling. Like, it be ass all over my Instagram, and I just keep scrolling. Like, it does yeah. nothing for me, that shit. You remember when you was young, you would get online, and you'll see a random ass, and your dick would jump a little bit? Yeah. <laughs> nigga, my dick don't do shit. I just be like, <laughs> yeah, I just be like, nigga, another fucking BBL ass. You will leave your family from scrolling. Melissa Ford? Mm-hmm. That bitch fine, dog. That's crazy. I'm looking at her on yeah. Instagram. She fine. Bro, you got to think. Bro. This bitch like 40-something. Yeah, that bitch like... She ain't 40. She, she like 50-something. She, like, she got to be like 50-something. Ain't no way she, she 40-something. Nah, I think I think she Joe Budden. Let's ask Joe Google. Budden 40. Let's ask Google. Joe Budden is like 39, Joe, 40. He kept... Hell no, Joe Budden ain't 39. He said 39. Hell yeah. no, he ain't Joe no 39. 39 Joe, Joe Budden is between right, 39 right, and 40. Gentlemen, and, and, one thing at a time. Let's figure out Melissa Ford's age and then we'll figure out Joe Budden. Joe Budden is 39. Joe Budden is like 39, 40, bro. Start throwing questions. All right, so Melissa Ford says she's 46. Yeah. That's <laughs> says. Yeah, that's the age. That's exactly the age she I thought she was. She says she's 46. Right. Yeah, right, Joe Bunn's 40. Let me see what Cuz said. Ain't no way. He got to be at least 48. He's like 40, 41. Nah, he's 43. You said 39. You're not yeah. out of this. You said 39. Oh, I, yeah, you thought he was a young man. Nigga. He I'm, said 39. I'm going to be honest. It probably was four years ago I was watching this podcast and he was 39 and I'm still stuck in four years ago. I feel that. I feel that. Yeah, my I mom be, was 36 in my old. head for a long time. Yeah. Oh, no. Nah, I know That my comes from trauma, old. though. I know my mama old. I don't even know how old my mom is right now. Well, my mom's one of the people that never like really aged like mm-hmm. physically. Like She yeah. really be looking the same. Like, like in all reality, it's like, okay, sure, you can tell she's older, but it's like, for real, for real, she barely aged. Mm-hmm. And so uh, when I was a kid, because my parents got divorced, so when I was a kid, my family was living together. I just remember the last birthday that I was with my mom with, like, for real, for the, like, was a core memory. She was turning 36. So in my head, I just locked that shit in. I was like, mom's 36. Mm-hmm. I didn't care how many years went by in my head, because I was still a little nigga. I'm like, yeah. you know, 15, 16, 17, all those little years. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yeah, I got a mom. She's 36. You know what I'm saying? Like, in my head, that's what she is. But the closer I started getting to 30 and shit, I was like, bro, ain't no fucking way she 36, bro. I was like, mom is not 36 no more. I was like, mom, how old are you? And I think she's like in her early 50s now, you know, but that shit was just wild that I really had her like at a fixed number, like how you had Joe Budden and you was like, cuz gotta be like 28. Well, you know what's crazy? (laughs) I, I did do that with Joe Budden. I do not do that with my mama. My mama goddamn was born the same year MLK was assassinated. Yeah. She old as hell. <laughs> That's not old, bro. Think I mean, about it. The same year MLK ago. was assassinated. That wasn't that long ago. That was a long ass time ago. Bro, that was like what, 40 years ago? ML no, it was longer than that. What year? Bruh. Let's figure uh, it out. Either 62 60, or 63. Yeah, like yeah. Am I fucking up? Yeah, it was see. in the 60s, bro. It was in the early 60s. You gotta 60s. think it's already 23 years past yeah. the new millennium. Bro, the 60s is when they assassinated all the great leaders. Yeah. MLK, Malcolm X, Nat Turner. I mean, not yeah. Nat that Turner. was a wild era. Yeah, was, niggas um, was just knocking shit. Fred, that was Fred a, Hampton, like the president. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Kennedy. Yeah. Kennedy. They niggas got rid of Kennedy. MLK. That was crazy. Malcolm yeah. X. Uh, Fred Hampton. I can't even imagine growing up in that. Nah, me neither. I'd have thought the world was That's ending. That's crazy, Plus you my got nigga. Vietnam. <laughs> I'd have thought the world was ending, bro. And and bro, That's think extreme. about it. <laughs> bro, like, bro, bro, think about it, bro. And Vietnam, they killed the president. They killed bro. And Malcolm you X. fighting, you fighting, bro, was, Just to use. It was only forty five years ago. I just did the fucking math. Oh, was it? I wasn't. What tripping. year was it? Nah, nah, fuck that. You said you knew. <laughs> <laughs> My math must be off the end. And we in 2023. And, and that shit happened in 1968. 
1968. Yeah. See, my math is off. Yeah, I thought it was me. And I was yeah. I was open to being wrong because I didn't know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm know. wrong. I'm wrong. It's cool, man. Team, teamwork. My mom, my mom was born in 62, not 68. <laughs> my mom was born in 66. <laughs> I love the full circle. That was crazy. Yeah. Yeah, no, that was 45 years ago. Oh, bro, ago. I know I'm dumb as hell. Yeah, fam, fam was not shot that long ago, man. And that'd be the issue with modern fucking racial divides and views politically because people try to act like shit was so long ago, but it's like, that just happened. Yeah, man. you're like, right. For real, for real, I'll that shit just occurred. I'll give it to you. <laughs> 40 years ago, 40 years ago wasn't that long, It bro. wasn't. Like, if a nigga was born... Your mom. She was yeah. born the year uh, Martin Luther King was assassinated, so your mom's not even that old. Like, bro, so um, the craziest thing about all that shit you just said, Big King... It's like I can't imagine living in a world where, bro, I just I just want to have the same education as you. Like, yeah, shit was weird. Yo, y'all remember the DC snipers? <laughs> yeah, them niggas <laughs> was popping motherfuckers from yeah. a trunk. Hey, hey, that hey. was crazy. Big King, Big King, Big King, tell him, tell him, bro. I never figured that. Big King, I've been like, Big King, tell him, do well, not give me my serial killer on. bag. Do that not give me my serial killer bag, crazy. bro. I know, I know everything about serial killers, bro. All right. <laughs> yeah. That's my bag, bro. That's my bag. That was crazy. <laughs> and nigga said, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know to do with that information. Bro, so the that nigga said, do not trust me with a gun. I was like, all right. <laughs> like, let's not give him a gun. He told bro, me not to. Bro, the DC snipers, these niggas was riding around in a fucking 1991 box Chevy. The last year box Chevy was made. <laughs> with the keyhole. Yeah. With sliding keyhole. Nigga. And, bro, you know what's crazy? I had, a, I had a 1979 box Chevy. So goddamn. Where you from? Uh, nowhere. I'm a military brat, oh, just like you. Okay, I thought you was gonna say DC or something crazy oh, like nah. that. <laughs> but um, <laughs> so bro, I could just imagine like these niggas like because you know the back seat comes down, mm-hmm. the back seat all of them built the same. The back seat comes down, so them niggas probably just cut the keyhole out literally. Yeah, and niggas just put his scope. That's what they said they did. Just just they, put that bitch through. The keyhole was swivel like that. They could just slide that bitch out the way, poke that hoe out. And just mm-hmm. pop somebody, and that's what they did, and they kept it pushing. Yeah, what is his name like? Just, Muhammad. Yeah, Muhammad. Bro, I would have never caught. If I was a cop, <laughs> I would have never caught them niggas. I love that he bro, stuck guess with how that. they got they caught? Still be murking niggas right Nigga, now. Guess how was, they got <laughs> caught, bro? Chief of police in DC. Bro, guess how they got caught? Oh. So when the nigga originally brought the rifle, he took this nigga all the way to Mississippi to practice killing people. They went to Mississippi to practice killing people, bro. Like target shooting or actually shooting at people? Shooting at people. Oh, that's crazy. He took him there, and this nigga <laughs> almost got caught. He almost got caught. He ran from somebody with the manual. A manual? He stole some shit from the store, and he had the manual to the rifle, and he dropped that bitch. Mm. The, police, uh... the police looked that case up, went to Mississippi, found the manual, Went to the uh, surveillance footage of him um, stealing the shit, and he shot somebody, but somebody got away or something. He shot him, but they got away. So they had actual footage of what he looked like. The little boy was from Jamaica. They like went to nephew? Jamaica. It was like his nephew? Uh-uh. It was just some little boy that he used to work at uh, a YMCA, the okay. older guy. And it was just some little boy that he uh, he groped because, you know, they was uh, sexual. Yeah. I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah, they were sexual. That's the dude and the little boy. Yeah, they used oh, to have crazy. sex in that box. That. Yeah, that's how that's how he kind of mind fucked them. Why everybody start scratching their ears and shit? I was like, <laughs> I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't really mind fucked them. 
He fucked them. Yeah, that's, not only mine. Bro, they used to have sex in that box. That's crazy. Shit. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Bro, that's I actually wish that. They used to have sex in that box. Shit. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I'm just that's telling terrible. you, bro. Imagine the serial killer smell. And... Yeah, bro. Yeah, that's Them niggas terrible. weren't taking baths. They was just hanging out in the box, Chevy. But yeah, bro, that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's how they got caught, bro. They found the manual. They linked it to the Jamaican boy. That's linked terrible. that to the, uh, to the uh, Y where them niggas met. And then linked uh, Muhammad to one of his friends where he used to go and target practice at. One of his friends actually uh, called in when they when they put his picture on the news. That's how they caught them niggas. Besides that, they wasn't catching them niggas. They literally caught them niggas because of a fucking manual to an AR. That's how they got caught. Them niggas had ass for even trying that shit, though. Bruh, they, niggas, how many people did they kill? I think like 40-something. Nah, it wasn't that many. It was nah, a lot. Nah, 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 nah. It was a lot. You're right. I think I think it was 19 or 20. That's like a lot still. That's still a lot. Yeah. I you Googling it? Was like it? maybe 12 yeah. people or some shit. Nigga, that's still a lot. That's still, yeah, that's still <laughs> a lot. He said half a classroom. Yeah, <laughs> like, pretty much. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that is a lot. I ain't gonna lie. Them niggas was going crazy. Did too, they get bro. the death sentence or they just still in jail chilling? Uh, Muhammad got the death sentence. Uh, he got killed. Old boy testified against Muhammad. He's in Red Onion uh, Prison in Virginia. You really do know these facts. He gonna get out eventually. No, he got life. He got life life? with no possibility of parole. But he recently just got married. What? They trying to have a baby and shit. Mm. How you know this? That's crazy. He said he knows serial killers. This is my bag. This is my bag right here. You following these niggas and shit? That's crazy. This is is what I do. He said, I'm going to tell you how he fucked up. He said, I dropped the manual. said, you dropped the manual? (laughs) (laughs) Oh shit, <laughs> bro! It's not pulling up. That's really great cop work, though. Like for someone to really piece all that shit together, yeah. like that's the type of shit cops need to be doing. Yeah. Like, bro, don't be out here fucking with niggas. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. you bored and you you turning everywhere they turn and shit mm-hmm. like that. Fuck that. That nigga just trying to go get high somewhere. Mm-hmm. Like, go figure out who dropped the manual and fucking you know who gives a fuck town wherever the hell it was. Mm-hmm. You know, and shot somebody in uh, D.C. You know, yeah. like go find that shit. The crazy shit is. Bro, since like all the rioting and it was shit, ten people. They killed ten the, people. The rioting and okay. all that shit, Slim. Uh huh. And like the defund the police movements and all that type shit. Like cities like Portland and shit. Like, bro, like if you like call the police, like, bro, they're not gonna come. Yeah. I can't imagine that. Like if somebody's like trying to kill me or like there's a domestic violence dispute across the street and the nigga beating the shit out his wife or whatever the hell. I can't even imagine. Bro, it's a lot of cities after the pandemic. It's a lot of cities that were great cities that's fucking hell holes now. Yeah, they're lawless as fuck. LA. Yeah. Chicago. Talking about police just ain't coming. Yeah. That shit is actually. I can't even imagine it. Bro, them niggas hijacked a fucking Amazon (laughs) truck, bro. They hijacked the Amazon truck. And bro, LA, they gotta chill out with them laws, them theft laws. You, bro, you them young you niggas is masking up and bro. just stealing shit, yeah, you bro. Can steal anything up to a thousand dollars, I think. Yeah, bro, that's and a can't lot nobody of shit. do shit. Bro, you can go get the new J's. Wait, get, you can go get a PS Five. What's happening? Y'all are y'all so, are aware bro, of shit I don't know about, bro. Right now. So you know how like yeah. you know how like theft laws, right? Theft laws in Georgia. If you steal something under a thousand dollars, it's a misdemeanor. You steal mm-hmm. something over a thousand dollars, it's a felony. It's felony theft by uh. Uh, theft by shoplifting, theft by taking. Uh, you can also have theft by receiving, which like theft by receiving would be um, uh, if you gave me a pistol and it was stolen. That's mm. theft by receiving, right? Well, what LA did was they passed a law, uh, what, three years ago? 
Yeah, right around pandemic time. Yeah, right around the pandemic, they basically passed a law saying they weren't going to process uh, anybody that stole shit under a thousand dollars. So niggas is running into liquor stores just fucking mm. raiding. It's little kids, bro. They masked up. They just running into liquor stores just stealing shit, bro. What they call that shit? Flash, uh, flash something. Yeah, just an ass. You just see an ass of young people. Just I think I not seen, even young people, just people. I yeah. think I've seen a clip of mm-hmm. this happening. But because I didn't know what was happening, I didn't really give an honest fuck. Mm-hmm. And so I just kept like scrolling or whatever. But I yeah, think what I saw. Now. Yeah, now it's putting context to what I remember seeing. So I was like a bunch of motherfuckers running to a store, mm-hmm. snatching shit. shit. But I didn't understand why, but I didn't really care. And honestly, and so the, I kept scrolling. The but store damn. workers know that there's nothing there they can do. Like he just ran in a Gucci store and stole some Gucci boots. So that's what happened. I mean. The, Ain't nothing we can do the craziest really. clips be when goddamn when uh bitches be trying to be good Samaritan and be trying to stop them niggas and them niggas just be trucking their ass. Yeah, I'll be feeling bad though because them niggas mm-hmm. be stomping them bitches out and, and shit. Bro, I, I really dreamed of moving out west one day, but now I'm like. Oh nah, I ain't I ain't living nowhere like that, bro. West Coast culture is definitely different. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm not living nowhere like that. What I enjoyed about being in Washington was like you have California, Oregon, Mm -hmm. Washington, very close proximity, and so everything California was doing, like 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 for real, for real, California, not like the desert and mountains, California, but like California, that California, Mm -hmm. like all that shit was transcending upward to Washington State. So when I was there, they were coming out on this shit called the Hyphy Movement. Oh, yeah. Man, that Ooh. shit was fucking. <laughs> man, that shit was fire, bro. Like Tell I'm, when to get I'm so happy that I was over there when that was taken off mm-hmm. because it gave me a dose of some shit I would have missed out on. Like yeah. totally. Uh, like people over here, you know, in the South, they have no mm-hmm. idea what a this face is. Mm-hmm. You know, this face is like uh, that meme that you hear, and it's like uh, basically like the best uh, compliment that you can get as an artist is when someone hears your shit and they're like. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> that yeah, yeah. technically is a thiz face, you know. Mm-hmm. Described on the West Coast, it's like you just smelled some piss, yeah. you know. And so uh, the hyphy movement, man. You had Mac Dre, mm-hmm. uh, R.I.P. to Mac Dre. He's like one of the big names over there when you start talking about hyphy and thiz and all that shit. Yeah. And then you had Keek the Sneak. Keek the Sneak. I used to like Keek the Sneak. Yeah, I like how he rap. Yeah, yeah I used to love like, that shit, bro. Was like that <laughs> was a very interesting, very interesting, you know, fucking voice. Um, then of course you had E forty, you know, like yeah. like you had you know called a uh, call back to, and um, you know all that shit was just fucking dope, man. I was it was a, how they be like, yo, what a time to be alive! Like I'm yeah, so yeah. happy I was there for that shit, yeah. man. Um, the Thizzle dance that's that was one of the songs by Mac Dre that was really big for that. Mm-hmm. But oh yeah, and ecstasy pills were a big thing over there too. And breakdancing too, niggas yeah. was like breakdancing shit like, hard. Like bro, what, first time I ever took ecstasy, I was over in Washington State, and it was they were called this pills. That's what they were called, you know. So I ain't gonna lie, bro. I always dreamed of moving out west and like just <laughs> settling down, give me a house out in like fucking I don't know Utah, Oregon or Utah. Or Utah Colorado. seems peaceful. Utah still Utah seems like the only one. Utah, Idaho, because I, I just was out west. Montana's actually straight too, bro. I just was out. Montana there. seems beautiful. I think. Yeah, you know yeah. what I think about when uh, you say states like that? What? Think about Ted Bundy. Why? What? Because <laughs> y'all was just talking about Washington and Oregon, and you know those are states where he went crazy in. Yeah, and just, I was like, I it's probably lie. crazy if, niggas like if that. If there was there. anywhere to be a serial killer, it would probably be those states, though, because it's like I mean, most of the time you can drive for so long, 
and it's just woods and mountains. Even when you play like games from Rockstar, you know, whether it's Grand Theft Auto or Red Dead Redemption, yeah. anytime you go out into those obscure locations, you do get into a side quest where it's yeah. like some like crazy couple that really be luring motherfuckers in so they could fuck them and eat yeah, them. Yeah, exactly. that's what I'm like saying. That. That's what I think about states like, like that. Y'all are tripping. Just like bro. just like you talking about games. I remember when I was uh, in elementary school and we used to play uh, Oregon Trail. Y'all remember that yeah. shit? Yeah. And I used to always think because I lived in Germany at the time, and the only place I like really remembered remembered was Augusta in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And I used to always be the Oregon Trail as like I gotta travel from Augusta to Atlanta on foot. Um, that's crazy. Yeah, that's <laughs> you were stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Little stupid ass kid. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I didn't understand the Oregon Trail. I was like, yeah. what the fuck are we doing? Yeah. This is this is weird. I never but... played Oregon Trail. I played Amazon Trail, I think it was called. Amazon Trail? Yeah, like same game maker made the game. Oh, okay. But instead of being in Oregon, you were in Amazon. And you gotta like, go up the river, fight piranhas or oh, you know, shit like that. It was lit, man. I loved it. Yeah. I didn't know what the fuck the goal was, but I was bored. Nah, it was, it was stupid. Some stupid shit. Yeah, I didn't know what the goal Bruh, was. Bro, all the could, games we played back then were stupid. If you could cool. if you could move out west though, would you, is there a city that you think would be decent? Me? Seattle. See, see, Seattle? Rains a lot, but worth it. I don't, the thing is, I'm trying to stay away from Have it. I ever been to Seattle? I'm just trying to stay away from the homelessness and the crime. Nah, I ain't never been to Seattle. They got the best seafood, because they're right there on the fucking Puget Sound. Where's uh, cocaine legal? Nigga, what? I don't think there is a state. Yeah, it is. It is? That's yeah, a- cocaine's legal in one of them states up there. Um, Portland, Oregon. No! You don't want to go to Portland, bro. I'm telling you. <laughs> That's where cocaine's legal. <laughs> Portland is messed up right now, bro. Like they have it's lawless as fuck, bro. You, you gonna go out there and get a bucket of shit nah, dumped on your head? And I was you're just gonna, talking you're gonna shit. You gonna leave the next day? I don't even do cocaine. I was just talking shit. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, cocaine's legal there. Is it? Yeah, nigga. They passed Portland that crazy. shit. Portland crazy though. Bro, I, I I can't imagine living somewhere where cocaine's legal too, nigga. That shit's in a dispensary, nigga, with the weed. Yeah, I can't imagine legal coke. That shit probably fire too. That shit, that shit like fucking Mexico, nigga. Yeah, no, he's not wrong. It said Oregon definitely, they don't give a fuck if you have coke or not. Wow. I want to ask you a simple question before we get off. Um, right, what's up? It's it's real simple, but I, but but I'm always interested in this. And uh, you know, you seem like somebody that's that's very open minded. How do you feel about contractual marriage and and uh, uh, monogamy? Just period. All right, so give me like, uh, like what the fuck is contractual marriage? Like, what are we talking about? Here? Just marriage, period. So just in general, just like just straight of marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, and how we view it and how it is in uh, society more so, today. More so like probably like the legal side, right? Yeah, the, like, yeah, more so the legal side than really both. I just want to see how you view it all together as a whole: marriage and monogamy and polygamy, just whatever. Just shoot from the hip. Um. So. I like marriage uh, as an idea of a vow. I don't really care too much about the legalities about it, you know, Mm -hmm. that surround it. I think all that came afterwards. Mm -hmm. You know, I think marriage did just start as simply just a vow, you know, and it's like, hey, I'm like really putting on an oath, you know, to let you know, like, I'm I'm here for you, like, for as long as like I fucking live, like, I'm here for you. Mm -hmm. I think that's what marriage is is and what it's supposed to be, Uh, but. As far as like contracts and all that to get involved, I think that all that's just like state greed and things like that, tax bullshit and mm-hmm. da 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 da. 
so I don't care for that part of it, but marriage is just an idea of you promising someone like your loyalty and, and devotion. I love that. You know, I'm a I'm a person that's big on loyalty and I'm a person that's big on devotion. Like, you know, could you see yourself being married? Oh yeah, easily. Easily. Okay. Cuz cuz I'm a dedicated person. You know, I'm not a person that gives up on things just cuz it seems complicated for, you know, a minor time cuz everyone hits, you know, turbulence, you know, in in a path of any relationship, uh, whether it's marriage, friendship, whatever. You know, so some people they they're like, I want to get married, and they get married, and they and they realize, like, oh shit, you know, my my partner's not perfect, you know, and they have flaws that fucking trigger me, and I I got to get the fuck out of here, and it's like, well, yeah, good luck finding someone who doesn't trigger you in some sort of way. It's called fucking finding where you need to grow. <laughs> it's like that's yeah. what that's called, you know. So if you jump ship every time you're triggered, you're never gonna grow. Uh, so that's how I feel on marriage. I think marriage is a good thing. It shows you you can promise some shit and, and keep your word to it. And, uh, you know, monogamy, like sticking with one person at a time, marriage, like, I think that's cool. If you want to have more than one person at a time, I think that's cool, too. But if you are going to have more than one person at a time, you have to make sure that you actually can sustain that. You know, like, don't just try to do it for the looks or the or the ego boost of being able to be like, I have, you know, five wives. It's like, well, how happy are they? You know, I have five husbands. It's like, how happy are they? You know, same question. So don't put more on your plate than you can eat. Uh, you don't think that should be looking kind of weird, the women that be having five husbands? I mean, it depends. Like, That's any, a thing? Like, yeah, bro. Yeah, like, like anything. Wow. I think anything. Again, weird just means strange, unusual. It's something that is not in a normal state of occurrence. No, no, no. no, no. By, well, this, this time by weird, I mean... The, them niggas be looking like they in like some weird ass trance. They don't want to be there. <laughs> I mean, and it There's might some women that, that can just command a nigga like, and that might be the case. Yeah, but you know, I've seen it, and I'd be I'd be like, what should be doing to him? Just put him in a trance. Yeah, I agree. I feel like that's you know how that, I am. that could be possible. But guess what? If that's how they want their marriage to be, cool. Like, and it, it's not affecting me. I'm yeah. over here doing my shit. Shorty got five husbands look like they drugged up. And it's like... <laughs> I'm trying to get out. Yeah, like, I, I, there's nothing I can really say about that. Like, if that's what they want, then that's what they have. Now, of course, if, if it turns to a toxic thing where niggas literally are, like, putting out videos, you know, from their phone, uploading it, talking about help, and, you know, I got to get away from this bitch, then help that nigga, you know? Yeah. But, if, but if it ain't that, you know, and it's just, like, they got a different lifestyle, then let the niggas live differently, you know? Uh Y'all used to play Pokemon on the Game Boy? Yeah. Uh, y'all remember when they came out with silver and gold, mm-hmm. there was a new feature added to the game where now they had Pokemon Daycare, where yeah, you could oh, drop yeah. off two Pokemon, and you come back and there's a fucking egg, and mm-hmm. you never know what's in the egg, and you got to walk around and hatch that shit. Mm-hmm. Bro, I used to love putting together the weirdest Pokemon to see what the fuck would happen. So I'm like, bro, let's get a goddamn Pidgey up in this bitch <laughs> with a motherfucking, you know... Uh, <laughs> Give me one of them new generation motherfuckers, bro. One of them, uh, I don't know, a sea king or some shit. Yeah. You know, it's like this nigga put a bird and a fish together and wanted to see what he would come back and get. Mm-hmm. And so that goes back to my earlier statement. Where I was like, sometimes you got to get weird, man, to mm-hmm. like get some new shit. And so a shorty having five husbands, you know, let that shit happen. Who knows what we can get from that later? You know, like we don't fucking know. And that's how we get the dope shit. Yeah. What's some weird shit you be into nowadays? Like See, it's normal people. to me, so I don't know if it's weird. <laughs> it's like, I can't really say. It's like, yeah. 
You never know what some weird shit. I heard you got your uh, pilot license. Are you trying to get your pilot license? Yeah, so that's, what a, that's that? some weird shit, I guess. Um, I wouldn't call that weird, but it's well, different. You trying to? You just trying to fly like the small ones, or you trying to fly the big? I'm trying to fly anything we can put in the air. Okay. Wow, what made you want to do that though? I don't like it. Limit. matched the name though. Yeah, I it right. I don't like I don't like limits, man. Like that's something people find out about me real quick. I don't like feeling like I'm being held, tamed, or limited. It's like I'm I, like that too, bro. Yeah. I, like that. I got I gotta go. Like I gotta fucking I gotta man. Like I gotta elevate. Like I don't like See, bro. I don't like I vibe being, with him on that, bro. He gonna be a super nigga like me one day, bro. I don't, <laughs> we almost there. We getting there, bro. We gonna be bro, super niggas. I don't, I don't ever want okay. there to be some Good shit that I, that I can't do. <laughs> like literally, so because just the power of flight, man. Like yeah. you telling me that in a car it takes, you know, how however many buku hours to get from here to New York City, mm. but if I hop in a plane, I can just fly that bitch there in roughly forty five minutes to an hour and a half type shit. Like instantaneous. It's like when Goku learned instant transmission. Mm-hmm. It's like nigga, why would I not want to learn that trick? It's like yeah. it's it's more convenient and it's a it's a power. It's, it's a, funny you say that. I told I told Damo when I fly, I feel like I'm on a time machine because mm-hmm. like it's like I get on a plane and I'm fucking in Miami in 45 minutes. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. crazy. It's like a time That's a hell of a way to look at it. It's it's fucking crazy. And so I just like that that freeing feeling, man. Like you now it even fucks with me because before. I used to be in my car driving, and I used to always say, like, man, it would be so cool if I could just, like, pull back on a stick and just fucking get up in the air and just fly to where I'm going, speed all this shit up. Y'all niggas can't drive. Let me get the fuck up and mm-hmm. just go that way. And now that I'm actually, like, flying planes on the regular and learning how to do this shit for real, for real, now it translates into my real life because I be driving, and I'm like, damn, I wish I was in my plane right now. I'm like, I'm like, because yeah. it's just different, man. It's more peaceful. It ain't so much chaos going on around you. You ain't worried about motherfucker just swerving into you out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, like, you got air traffic control, and air traffic control keeps motherfuckers from swerving into each other. You know, mm-hmm. like, they communicate, let you know, like, hey, there's another plane heading in this direction. They might cross your path. You know, so just heads up on that. And I was like, imagine if in the car, if we had, you know, uh, traffic control, yeah. and they're telling you everything that's happening instantaneously, instantaneously around you. Um, that would be cool, but... Yeah, so that's some shit that I'm into, man. Aviation. I fly planes. That's just dope. It's gratifying. Uh, How long you been doing it? Not that long. Like, probably like three months. Mm. Yeah. Damn, but, that's crazy. Yeah, so I've been flying planes for three Way months. Way braver than me, bro. I mean, it's it's definitely some shit that... I love to try that shit, bro. There's moments that will scare the I'll fuck out of you. Like, Slow though. We know that. <laughs> like, trans- <laughs> translating from just regular day driving to flying planes... There's a lot of things that in the very beginning, like your first three weeks of it, there's going to be moments that freak you the fuck out. And you're like, oh, shit, like, are we going to die? You know, and your instructor's like, nah, this is totally normal. You're chill. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, so you calm the fuck down. But um, turbulence, like that used to freak me out. You know, like if I'm if I'm taking off and shit's like, every now and again, you just feel like you got like just hit by some shit. You're like, what the fuck? You know, and your yeah, body wants yeah. to freak out. But... Because you can't see the threat. You're like, yo, yeah. nothing came, but like, clearly some shit just happened. So you're freaking yeah. out. And then you see how high you are and all, you know, all those natural things that you should feel when you're put in that unfamiliar you know, circumstance. But um, after you go through the motions a couple of times, probably after like your fourth or fifth flight, your body is so used to doing it now that now it's just like, okay, we could really soak in all the information. And, you know, we're not going to die. Like, we're in the thing that's built to do this thing. Yeah. Now, if you were in a car... 300, you know, 3,000 feet above the fucking, you know, earth and is doing that shit, then freak out because your car is not meant to be that high up yeah, and yeah. you're probably going to die. 
You know what I'm saying? So but, I'm guessing you think um, flying is way safer than driving. Yeah. 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 Like a lot more safer. And that's why there's, you don't hear about a lot of plane crash. There's so many flights per day, but you just don't know it because it's out of, out of sight, out of mind. Mm-hmm. A lot of flights a day. And they all intersect, shit like that, but no one crashes. Again, hats off to traffic control, air traffic. Uh, but in the streets, man, I was flying a plane like three weeks ago, and there was a fucking smokestack coming up. And I was like, what the fuck is that? Like a huge pillar, black-ass smokestack. Mm-hmm. And my instructor was like, yeah, something's on fire. And then he was like, I wonder what the fuck that is. He was like, fly towards it. And I was like, all right. So we started going towards that mm-hmm. shit. And then he looks down, and he was like, oh, it's a semi flipped over on the highway. And I said, what? I said, let me see. And so I turned the fucking plane because we level. And since he's on that side, he could just look and see. But I couldn't see it from where I'm at. So I I was like, let me see that shit. So I tilt the fucking plane so I could look down at that shit. And I was like, oh, shit, that bitch is on fire down there. That's crazy. It was such a different feeling, though, to be in that perspective of reality. You know, that overhead view. It's like you're so used to being in the mix. Mm -hmm. And it's different from being in the mix when you the chef. Chef looking in the bowl. Like, I'm seeing this shit get mixed up. When you're in the mix, you're like, I can't see a motherfucking thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, everything's touching me. I can't see nothing it's so loud in this bitch. Yeah. But yeah, man, so flying planes is dope. Other weird shit, I don't know, man. I like bass fishing. Bass fishing is dope to me. Nice. Um, I like doing things that people used to try to colorize and be like, that's white people shit. Yeah. You know, it's like, no, nigga, it's, it's you know, educating yourself to get more skills beneath your belt. Yeah. Like, when did having multiple skills ever be like, not cool? Like, I go bass fishing. A motherfucker quit it, but oh, that's some white people shit. And I'm like, no, it's some survival shit for real. Like, I can yeah, feed my family. I agree. <laughs> it's like, it's like, yeah. like I'm, I'm the nigga with the most painedest nails, you know, keep myself kept up and all that shit, uh, flamboyant at times. But nigga, I can go out there and kill a deer, track that bitch, gut it, hang it by his feet, make sure we could eat. I could, you know what I'm saying, yank a fucking bass by the lip out the water after, you know, being bit up. I'm the nigga that don't look like I can do all the things that I can do. Mm-hmm. That are hyper masculine. You said it though. Uh, where they get this nigga from? Uh, uh, from South Augusta. Yeah, it's like, it's like you know. But South Augusta made this. You know, yeah. I, I grew up hunting and fishing in the, in the woods of technically Fort Gordon's territory, mm-hmm. but Fort Gordon is South Augusta. Like mm-hmm. there, the people don't know how many acres of land Fort Gordon actually has. That's not just a civilian commute. It's like no woods and training area, fishing, hunting, yeah. hundreds of acres, and all of it expands into South Augusta. Um, so I like that, man. That's a, that's a favorite pastime of mine. Uh, I'm learning Spanish. That's some shit. You know, some people don't care to like take the time and learn how to communicate with others outside of their country. I want to know how to do that. It would be nice to learn a, another language. Yeah. Like it's like, Especially why not? Especially when I be going to Texas, I'll be wanting to know Spanish. Yeah. Like why not? Like, bro, like I'm, I'm in this era of my life where I'm just trying to accumulate skills, man. I told you. Like, super nigga. I'm like, bro, I want to be. Bro, like that, yo. but I, I. You know, I don't ever want to be, be a super nigga yeah, too. Bro. I don't ever want to be stopped, bro. I told you, yeah. good luck to y'all, bro. <laughs> uh, I don't ever want to be stopped, so I just keep racking up skills, man. Yeah. I like I like bowling. That's that's fine. Bro, my dad, he um, he thinks he's a super nigga. So, <laughs> <laughs> so Big King be trying to be a super nigga, yeah. and I told him I said he's probably my dad's real son because I never tried to be a super nigga, but my dad has a son. That wants to be a super nigga too. 
But this little nigga <laughs> is not a super nigga. He's not even close. That's crazy, super nigga. Hey, man, my bad, bro. My bad. I ain't mean to say that, bro. I love you, bro. Happy birthday, too. Um, Damn, you him this, this and the other on the birthday. On his birthday. Yeah, this the nigga crazy, on the birthday. Yo, him, him then your other three friends that you was mentioning, and you was like, yo, they girls could have did better. And I'm like, yo, that's crazy. That was fucked up. You out it? for blood right now, G. That was said, fucked up. I ain't gonna lie. Said, that yo, was fucked up. You know what's crazy, too? One of them, one of them I know. It's gonna know I'm talking about him. That's crazy. He's gonna be watching this bitch right now. Goddamn, pulling his fucking dread. Oh fuck! Damn, you just dying, <laughs> bro. He's gonna be like, bro, like these are the thoughts and opinions of Slim. Nah, because I actually told, <laughs> I actually told him this the other day when we was moving. So I know he's gonna know I'm talking about him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I kind of like put it in there, like softly pause. Ooh, that was crazy. But uh, <laughs> yeah. it's Google going crazy. <laughs> Chill out. <laughs> nah, um, he said, "I need to Google how to put that in there. Google how to put that in there <laughs> softly." <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. That was a wild one. That's stupid. Nah, for real though, bro. Like, um, I said that, bro, because Big King, uh, uh, you know, your sister said I was a male chauvinist, and I disagree. Because nowadays, bro, maybe when I was younger, I probably was, but now, bro, I really do be feeling like women better than us, dog. Of course. Because when I be looking at, like, the women that I know, that, that I see from day to day, mm-hmm. they be having their shit together. Mm-hmm. The niggas I grew up with? Mm-mm. Yeah, it's different. Yeah, it's bad. But the niggas I grew up with, boy, they be trash, nigga. Like, bro, I can't stand no nigga that wake up every day and all he want to do is smoke a blunt of mid, drink some malt liquor, and get some forces. That's crazy. I can't stand no nigga like that, dog. Like, what is your purpose, nigga? But can we talk about that all the time, bro? Like, how can you wake up every day and not search your purpose? Not even think about it. Like, it never even crosses your mind. You just wake up every day just like, well, I'm getting though. high and having sex today. Yeah, that's like, not enough. What, what, what the fuck is the point of that? Yeah, you gotta... I would blow my brains out. Ambition is everything. <laughs> like, that is. Like, I respect men with high ambition. Whether they use it for good or bad, I respect ambition. Like, I'm gonna be honest with that right there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that goes into the whole like waking up every day with a purpose. Yeah. Like, what is your ambition? Like, what drives you? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a very driven person, and you know, like we just talked about, it's like I don't like being stopped. It's like, bro, I my ambition is high caliber shit, mm-hmm. and uh, I think that's just what it comes down to: just having that consciousness of your own level of ambition and what you're willing to accomplish, and what do you think you can accomplish? You know, what's in you? You know? Oh, bro! Before we leave, too, um, last thing for real this time. Uh, the King of Augusta tat. What made you get that? By being the King of Augusta. Like, what made you, like, what was you thinking the day you woke up and got that tattoo, though? That I was the King of Augusta. <laughs> Bro, yeah. this was, I forgot to ask you this when we was talking about I the Augusta know. thing, because uh, I was telling you, you rep Augusta real hard, and I should have asked you this after you, but I think I went somewhere else because my mind is just all over the fucking place all the time. But um, do you ever feel like sometimes you might put a lot into Augusta and not get nothing back because a lot of people feel like Augusta don't don't give back the same love that they put into it. So I don't do things for I don't I don't do a lot of things for residuals. Um so most of the time when I do things, it's just cause it's something I want to do. You know, if I can get something back for it, cool, but I'm not looking for that. That wasn't my catalyst of ambition to even make it happen. Uh that's like people who do nice things for others, but only so that later they can hang it over their head and say, well, I did this, and remember I did that, and you owe me, and did it. Like, yeah. nobody owes me shit. You know, like, I move how I move 
purely because I feel like I'm supposed to. So I'm going to go as hard for Augusta, like with all sincerity, as hard as I can, you know, for as long as I'm inside this body. And uh, it's just me doing my thing, Mm -hmm. you know. And uh, by being the king of Augusta, it's not like I don't think I'm better than anybody. I don't think, you know, like, oh, y'all worship me. Like, it's not like that at all. It's just me really giving myself that nod uh, of uh, credibility. You know, it's like I didn't just start and more so focus on the music aspect, you know, for real. But it's like I didn't just start making dope music. Been doing it for Augusta for a minute, you know, for at least like 12 years now. Mm-hmm. I've been on the radio. I've done the big shows. I'm going to do more of them, things like that. I've done all the things that you would expect an artist to do, you know, and I've done them where no one else can say they have matched my pace or my quality or anything. Like if somebody tries to say that to Cap, mm-hmm. you know, pull, pull, pull out the receipts <laughs> and, and fact check them. But if you actually fact check, you know, my story of, from F Dirty, F dot D-U-R-T-Y, to now Floyd in the Sky, mm-hmm. you'll see nothing but receipts. You know, and I've done it at a damn good level this whole time. Mm-hmm. And I don't have to wait around for someone to tell me who I am and what I am. I'm like, I know what I am. I'm the king of Augusta when it comes to this music shit. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, so that's all that was on my mind. And uh, no pun intended. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, like, but for real though, and I was like, and this is how I'm going to represent, you know, myself and present myself. And, you know, that's, that's really that they're, they're all there was to it. And however many thousands of years when someone digs up my body, they're going to find a body with skin intact because I'm going to be well-preserved. And it's going to say King of Augusta. And even if Augusta itself isn't here and legible on the surface of the earth, they're going to find a man's body that said King of Augusta. And they're going to look into what the fuck that was. Mm-hmm. You know, so anyone else could have, like, whatever title they want. This one's mine. Yeah. It's my title. If anyone tries to say it after this, then they're copying. <laughs> it's yeah. like, I, I, I already said this, that I'm here for this seat. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, so it's really one of those things, like, you would have to come from my head. You know, um, Lisa Ray calls herself the queen of Augusta, so they, they're they saying she's your queen. Who's Lisa Ray? It's a girl. She made she made a post. The day you uh, posted your uh, tattoo, she made a post and was like, oh, there's my king. Did she? she? Yeah, she raps in Augusta. Look her hey, up. Her can somebody Lisa pull it up real quick? I, I never heard of this. I probably can find a post, too. Yeah, and that's not like... Uh, me not crediting her for what she says she is. Yeah. I just I didn't know that that existed. Yeah. So that's this dope. Is, this is her right here. She calls herself the Queen of Augusta. Okay, what's she do? Uh, she rap. Okay, she rap. She rap just like Nicki Minaj. The angel with the chopper goes crazy. <laughs> <laughs> this is her. Her name's Lisa. Yeah. Okay. Let me see. Uh, yeah, shout out to her. You know, you can type in uh, keywords. I can finally, I can probably find them. But yeah, and I, I feel like you know sometimes people get uh, intimidated by someone with as much ambition, you know, as me, and it, and it instantly sends them into uh, a self-preserving uh, mode of mind that really comes from their own uh, insecurities. Mm-hmm. You know, they're like, well, he just said that he's this thing, mm-hmm. and he must think he's better than me, or he must think mm-hmm. this, and and bro, I didn't say none of that. Yeah. Literally, the only thing I said was that I'm king of Augusta. And if that triggers you, then that's wild. <laughs> it's like, because I, that's all I, I spoke on me, my nigga. Yeah. You know, it's like, I ain't say nothing about nobody else. Yeah. Um, 
Oftentimes, people are intimidated by other people's confidence. You know? Yeah, that's a thing. Yeah. That's always been a thing, too. Yeah, that's the post right there. I told you I can find a post. See, you Facebook, you, you, can, fast. you can use goddamn keywords and you can find posts fast as hell. For real? I know that. That's how I found that shit so fast. Because that shit old as hell. That shit from like two months ago. Yeah, no, I didn't. I was, I'm not on, is this Facebook? Yeah, I'm not on Facebook, really. Yeah. But that's what's up. That's love, man. Shout out to her. Shout out to uh, Miss Leisha Ray. <laughs> that's great. But yeah, yeah so, so that's, that's what made me do that, man. I feel like people are scared to shine as bright as they can mm-hmm. out of fear of intimidating others or making yeah. others uncomfortable. I don't give a fuck about that. Like, again, I'm here to, you know, sort through uncomfortable situations in my own life. Nigga, I fly a plane. You don't think I could think under pressure real fast? Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, you have yeah. to, you just, I don't know, man. I, so me focusing more just on if anyone has a problem with it. It's like, that's interesting, you know, because, uh. I'm speaking on me. You know, I, I didn't say anything to put anybody else down. So I don't, you know, understand if someone reacts negatively to that. But for those that understand my mindset and they're like, nah, but for real, Floyd is a genuine person and he really just do be trying to make the best music that he can make and tell everybody that it came from Augusta. You know, it's like, yeah, no, he actually deserves to be king. Like, what's, there's no problem with that. You know, so that's, uh, that's my take on the king of Augusta. There's a, yeah, yeah. And something I have noticed is there's people that egotistically want more credit for things they've done musically that, you know, it's, it stops pretty short, you know, but they try to, like, gas it. Like, it's like, you know, they're supposed to be something bigger than what they are. And it's like, well, then put in the work. Mm-hmm. Where have you been? Like, you haven't, you haven't, you haven't been. I've been on, I've, I've left the, the, the sanctuary of Augusta and, and I expanded my wings and I've done shows in other places. I've grown a fan base in other locations. Like, I could pull up the stats on all my Spotify and Apple, you know, numbers to, to show that if I had to. Um, but there's people that want to call themselves, uh, I'm not going to say what they call themselves, but people that want to call themselves these things. And I don't know, man, they, just take, they carry an air of ego of, of uh, that thing that we hate that white males do, uh, racist white males specifically. Uh, entitlement. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> entitlement. They're like, well, I, I put out an album too. I'm entitled to what he has. It's like, nigga, I put in more work than you. Mm-hmm. It's like, I've been at it more years than you have. I give a fuck more than you do when it comes to this. I eat, sleep, and breathe this shit every day. Mm-hmm. You know, and and for that to intimidate, you know, that's crazy to me. You know, like people want to have what I have, but bro, I really worked hard, you know, for where I'm at and I'm proud of it. And no one else has to even tell me that they're proud of what I did because I'm so proud of what I did and what I'm doing. And what, and what I have confidence that I'm going to do. Um, if Damo is listening to this to the end, you was wrong about the Trues comparison. Because we two hours, yeah, we two hours in, him and Trues ain't the same. Mm-hmm. But can nah. you know what he has that, uh, excuse me, you know what he doesn't have that Trues has? What's that? That, that, uh, that Kanye shit. He ain't, yeah. he, ain't, he ain't got that Kanye disease. My nigga Trues got that Kanye disease. <laughs> that nigga Trues. Because it's like, I'm I'm gonna tell you why go why it, I even brought this up. Go for it. Okay, because one day, and um, I told Trues I seen this. So one day, Trues Trues got into it with uh somebody. I don't want to bring that shit back up, but he got into it with somebody, and I seen them arguing downtown, and that nigga Trues said, "Nigga, I am Augusta." <laughs> so I asked him why he said that. You know what I'm saying? And y'all answers just was totally different. That's what even made me think about that shit. Damo said. Cause like y'all answers was was different, but yeah. he really believes he is Augusta. Though. Yeah, like that's that's 
I mean, I I can't reverse engineer why another you know artist's mind functions mm-hmm. how it does. So I'm not going to try to do that. I'm not going to try to invalidate how he feels about himself. None of that's any of my business, you know. Uh, but take, you know truths, right? Yeah, oh, I'm familiar okay. with them. Yeah. yeah. And so, uh, one thing I will say is that uh, your man's. When I chuckled, it was because he didn't say facts when he thought he said a fact, and mm. our turnouts, ticket wise, are completely different scales. Mm. My tickets, you can't find parking around the venue. Mm. You know, uh, granted, Broad Street doesn't have the best parking, but it doesn't help that I'm doing an event when Broad Street already has terrible parking because I'm gonna pack that bitch out, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I don't have to. I self promoting. Uh, like my last show, you know, I damn near sold out Gransky's venue. Now, sure, we're not talking on the scale of thousands at the time, but that's just factually speaking. Uh, for Gransky's, you know, they hold a capacity a little over, you know, 200, uh, 250, and we, we damn near tapped that number on the head. Mm-hmm. And uh, lines out the door, parking fucked up. I was the person who rented the venue. I was the person who booked my opening acts, I was the person who booked my DJ. I was the person that uh, paid for my graphic design for my flyer. I was the person that got my promotional materials printed up with the flyer imagery on it. I was the person that got my merch made. I was the person that did the whole fucking thing. Mm-hmm. You know, all that was my power. I, I wasn't bandwagoning off of uh, another event that was already <laughs> taking place that I just put my name on. Like, oh, this is happening at said location. And by the way, I'm performing here, so I'm going to try to use the momentum of this thing that's already going on to act like all that was me. It's like, I don't have to do that to get that kind of turnout. I can just do it based off me. Nigga Floyd in the Sky is going to be doing his art here, you know, and it's his event, his album release shit. This nigga did it all. Every part of it, I just broke down to y'all. And the turnout be crazy. So I speak on these facts like this because it's like, I did that. <laughs> so I yeah. could take ownership of of that. I think it's, I don't want to be harsh with what I'm saying because I'm not trying to attack nobody, but I think it's unbecoming to really try to hype up yourself off of see-through receipts. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like there's nothing on it. Y'all remember that episode of Martin when uh, they thought they finally found out where Tommy worked at and uh, this nigga was like in a body cast and shit. He was fucked up and they found his wallet you know, sitting on the bedside. He said, hey, since he can't move, let's let's go in his wallet and get a business card to see where this nigga work at. Because the ongoing joke was he ain't had no job. Yeah. And they pulled that. He said, look, I found a business card. He pulled that shit out. He said, it's see-through. <laughs> well, <laughs> nothing on him. It was so much of nothing on there, the bitch was see-through. Yeah. And so I think to egotistically say that you're Augusta without having any true backing of that, of like, what is your stamp? Like, what really is behind these notions? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think that part's kind of, I wouldn't, you know, do that. So everything that I say and do is because I have something that can back it up. Like, factually, I can show it to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's wild. I think, y'all watch Naruto? He does. That's his shit. So with Naruto, you know, and I'm glad we even touched on this. Um, so with Naruto, they would play this game. Uh, what was it called? Shoju or some shit like that? Yeah. It was like chess, basically. Mm, pretty much. And the king, they would always reference it, you know, and they would always be like, who's the king, you know, in this game? Like, mm-hmm. you, and his dad had, uh, who was it, Shikamaru's dad? Mm-hmm. 
he had all this wisdom and he would just be like, you know, I'm going to keep playing this game with you until you finally recognize who the king is in the game. Yeah. The king is the future of the village. The king is the, 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 the upcoming, you know, unsprouted seeds of the village. That's who mm-hmm. the king is. Yeah. And so when, again, in another stance, when I say king of Augusta, it's because I'm a, I'm a piece of this big art movement that we have going on. And I, I've been a spear headed point of, you know, what's been going on over these past couple of years. If, if people have been paying attention, mm-hmm. you know, uh, cause some people really think I'm a new thing that just happened. They're like, well, Floyd and Scott's only been here for two years. So how the mm-hmm. fuck, you know, <laughs> but I'm like, no, I've, I've been here like doing shit. Like since I was F dirty and I was 19 years old and I was all over the radio and shit. Like, mm-hmm. um, but anyway, so that's another thing man. I like representing the future of Augusta, the youth of Augusta, the, the momentum of Augusta, you know, uh, hell, if somebody else wants to step up and be like, I'm king of Augusta too, then cool, man. <laughs> like, that's fine. Like, yeah. we don't have to fight about it, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, there could be, like, I like that in, in the, someone once described to me heaven being a place with, like, everyone wore crowns, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So just because I announce I have on a crown doesn't take a crown off your head. Yeah. You know, if, if you if you a king, then act like it. You know, if, if you a queen, then act like it. You know, so I think I don't know, man. Uh, yeah, I kind of I kind of rambled there, but nah, nah you good. Yeah, but that was, that was a great answer. Yeah, but it's it's more of, of of a of a humble nod to the city that I love so much. Uh, so many people they'll look down on this place. They're like, oh, Disgusta. You heard that term? Yeah. yeah. They'll say shit like that. It's like Augusta is lame. You know, I'm going to Atlanta for the weekend or some shit like that. It's like okay, then this place isn't for you. But I love this place. You know, I see nothing but opportunity here. And who wouldn't want to build something on fertile soil? Yeah. Uh, the thing I hate about terms like that is because I like Augusta also. Um, I just I hate when people people's view of Augusta is skewed because of of their lack of of involvement in the city. So like it'll be somebody mm-hmm. who's only been to fucking Truth. And limelight on a Sunday, yeah. and they'll be like, "Oh, ain't shit to do in Augusta, yeah, nigga." Exactly. You, it's the same people. Everybody fucking everybody, nigga. Oh, you yeah. literally went to Truth on Saturday and limelight on Sunday. Yeah, different. Every circles. fucking every fucking day and seen the same fucking circles every day. Different you know circles. what I'm saying? So yeah. of course you think Augusta is this way, and you never even really experienced the city before. Yeah, because uh, a lot of people haven't experienced the city before, for real. Yeah, like I, I just I just told my homeboy, I was like, I was like, bro, like. Um, you ain't got to go to these bap ass clubs. You can go to fucking um, R and B night at Tribeca, and you'll see the most beautiful thirty and up women in the city that you ain't never seen before. And you'll be like, bro, where the fuck did these women come from? Bro, not only that, like you know, I hang out a lot at a place called uh, the Indian Queen. So the niggas that I grew up with, they would not be the type of niggas you would find in the Indian Queen. <laughs> yeah, but. I'm the type of nigga that you would find there because I like socializing. I like um, putting myself in places where I can meet out of the normal streamline of people. So when I go to Indian Queen, bro, I understand also for the future viewers that term could be offensive Indian, you know, like I yeah, get yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, but that's just what the place is called. So when I'm there, uh, I bump shoulders with doctors. I bump shoulders with lawyers, judges, radio personalities, uh, med students, um, models, uh, other artists, you know, that just don't promote themselves, but they are in their own right artists that I think are fucking amazing. So many cool walks of life go through that that spot. And they have music playing, 
the music is just loud enough to catch a little vibe, but not loud enough to where you can't have a conversation without trying to yell over some shit. And so I enjoy that specific spot for that right there. And that gives me, you know, a treasure in Augusta. Um, Then I also like my downtown scene where you can find me, you know, in Metro, The Loft. Uh, I like to play pool at The Loft. Uh, You could find me at Taco Cat Bar. You could find, like, any all those places in Augusta, I think they're really cool to pop in and out of. If you don't feel like bar hopping, I used to have a friend that worked at a jet ski rental company out at Clark's Hill, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and so I had the opportunity to ride fucking jet skis all day. It was it was raining on and off. A rainbow happened. I chased a rainbow across fucking Clark's Hill on a jet ski in Augusta, yeah. you know. Um, I know people that skydive in Augusta. I'm learning how to fly planes in Augusta. It's yeah. crazy. The bar I like to go to in the airport that I fly from are literally less than a quarter mile away from each other like you know i can do two things in one day i can literally fly over the bar that i'm about to go to in 12 hours (laughs) it's like it's lit you know it just depends on what you're into what you allow yourself to be into you know and um i fucking love this place man and it sits on the 33rd axis of the world Mm -hmm. and i really love that because 33 is my favorite number so i just resonate with this shit different Mm -hmm. you know um so yeah, man, Augusta is a is a is a true gemstone. I think people just try to they're used to feeding themselves the narrative that it's not as good as Atlanta, so they actually believe it, like they gaslit themselves. And I'm like, well, if you're saying it's not as good as Atlanta in a, in a sense of not everyone, you know, uh, is a, is I'm gonna say that's, that's gonna be insensitive. Yeah. I'm not gonna attack. Were you about to say scammer? Nah, nah, nah. Oh, I, uh, you said that. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, Augusta has its, its own beauties and its own flaws. But what place doesn't? Uh, a point I brought up in another podcast was they bring the masters here, bro. Like one of the most lucrative things in the world, you know, like why would they take the most prestigious golf tournament that could be put anywhere and put that bitch right here in Augusta? Because this place is special, nigga. That's why. And now it's up to you to figure out why it's special. Follow the magic, motherfucker. Like that, that needs to be like on a bumper sticker. Follow the magic, motherfucker. Like, yeah. like y'all <laughs> niggas don't be looking. Like, you know, like really pay attention to what's happening and then you can find out why things grow here. You know, now apply it to yourself while you're here and you can grow too. You know, like, but motherfuckers don't be looking at that. They 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 want to try to treat you like crab in the bucket. Mm-hmm. I don't care what artist says what about me in this city. Um, no one ever says anything bad, but me just putting out a fishing net. If there is anybody who wants to, you know, speak bad on me, just know that I'm not going to do the same. I'm going to make sure that the opportunities I get, I'm going to find a way to, pro- to provide them to other artists in this city. But somebody got to think outside the box and somebody got to stretch their hands up and try to fucking bust through the roof. So while I'm doing that, it doesn't help to not root for me, you know, because I'm going to keep doing this. I've seen so many artists come and go over the years, (laughs) niggas that were rappers in 2010 that are no longer rappers, niggas that are rappers, you know, sharing stages with me at open mics and all this shit, you know, and having egos about themselves. I've watched these niggas come and go since I was fucking 18, bro. You know, I'm 31 now. Like, and I'm still here, like, making dope shit. Like, and that's facts. It, it would be one thing if I had, like, whack-ass music and I'm saying all this. That would be crazy. But, like, no, my shit I know is actually pretty fucking fire. Like, that's just facts. I'm talented. God gave me a gift. Nigga, I'm going to polish that bitch up every time I get a chance to brag about what God gave me. Because that shit's special. You know, but I'm not the only nigga that God be giving shit to. So all the other artists of the city, whether you're painting, whether you're singing, whether you're rapping, whether... You're sculpting and shit with your hands. Nigga, I'm trying to make sure the world looks at us. You know, that's all the fuck I'm trying to do. And to do that, I have to give them something to look at. Me. 
You know what I'm saying? So when I started doing shit and I'm like, I'm King of Augusta. Now it's tatted on my head. I'm finna be on, you know, BT and MTV with this shit, going all around the world with this shit. Nigga, I'm giving us fucking free promotion. You know what I'm saying? It's like I'm doing the steps. So anyone could try to think that I'm, you know, uh, doing this just from a self-serving aspect. They're going to be wrong. But I'm not going to ever badmouth another artist from this city because that doesn't help what we're trying to accomplish as a city. Nigga, why would I try to tear you down? I don't have to like you. I don't even got to fuck with you. But I respect that you're trying to put art into the world. And for that reason, I ain't going to tear you down. Make some art, nigga. (laughs) You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that's my pep talk on King of Augusta and how that shit should be viewed and um, how much faith I have in the city to really, you know, become something more than what it is. Not saying that it's not nothing already, but just keep on pushing that envelope to evolve the city more and more. I was on the phone with a friend of mine that's a white girl, young, 29, 30. No, she's 30 now. She's a dog walker. And she was downtown going to go check on someone's pets. And I was just on FaceTime with a regular-ass conversation because she's my homie. So we're just talking about... I was at a cigar shop. So we're just talking about some bullshit. And she was like, it's so crazy how much downtown Augusta's grown yeah. and like the different things that you, know, you can do down here now. She was like, this wasn't like this five years ago. This wasn't like this seven years ago. And she's talking about this on her own. I wasn't even talking about this shit. So to know that we are on the upward trajectory... That's all I want to do. I want to I wanna keep that shit going up. You know, last time the shit was up and, like, lit, it was James Brown time. Nigga, that was a long time ago. Yeah. So I'm trying to, you know what I'm saying, and not even trying, but I'm, I'm putting forth the steps to get it back to James Brown level. You know, there's no age limit on creating art. Um, so I don't care how old I get. I'm always going to be me. I'm always going to love making dope music, the dopest stuff I can make. I'm always going to love to find creative outlets so people don't have to worry about me going anywhere. I'm not a fly-by-night, you know, fake uh, comrade, you know, from the city. It's like, no, I'm a real thing. I've been here, and I'm going to be here. And this is, I like this, being a part of my purpose. Yeah. Um, topping, uh, talking about hip-hop turning 50, because we kind of spoke on that earlier, uh, I think people used to get stuck to this mindset thinking that to be an artist, a recording artist, you had an age limit that was on it. Like, oh, you can only do this from, like, what, Jackson 5 age to, like, let's say 25, then for some reason you're not cool no more. <laughs> I think that was the beginning mindset of it because some of the traditional rappers that started this, when they started the whole rapping thing, they were young, like super young. They were like teenagers and shit when they started it. Mm-hmm. But they got older and people somehow got in their heads that, okay, so I guess just teenagers rap. you know. But it's like now that hip-hop is evolving and the world is becoming more inclusive, people are now starting to see that, like, in actuality the art gets doper the older the artist gets. Yeah. You know, we started seeing examples of that through, you know, your Kendrick Lamar's, your J. Cole's, your Kanye West's when they're not saying, like, off-the-wall shit. Yeah. Um, you know, so I think that's... I want to put that inspiration out there, too. If there's someone out there in the city that can contribute to Augusta's art movement, uh, don't let your age stop you. Nigga, I don't care if someone's watching this and they're fucking 50. But if you got something to contribute, bust that shit out. Just make sure it's dope. That's the only requirement. Like, age doesn't matter. Just make sure that shit's dope. You know? So there's that part, too. I'm here to stay. Gotcha. Yeah, that was a good-ass answer. My nigga just went in for 15 minutes. Like, nigga, this is why I'm the king of Augusta. Nigga. What the fuck <laughs> you talking about? <laughs> I fuck with it. Uh, you got anything else before we go? Nah, man, great. Yo, great. check out the album. Yeah. Check out the album. Check out the I didn't album. get a chance to plug that in. Shameless plug. Go ahead, go ahead, yeah, go ahead. Watch Tower Maria. Uh, available on all streaming platforms. Uh, you got your Spotify, Apple, Tidal, 
uh, everything but YouTube because the the album artwork is not suitable for work, so it's not YouTube safe. Mm-hmm. So YouTube did not pick up my album because <laughs> it has nudity on it. But check out the album Watchtower Maria. Uh, right now, it's my prized possession. I'm really proud of it, and I want the world to receive that. Follow me on Instagram at Floyd in the Sky. Uh, that's where I'm most active at. I have every other you know thing like Facebook, uh, X, uh, formerly known as Twitter, uh, anything you can think of. I got that shit, but I'm most active on Instagram. Yeah. So uh, shout out to Augusta. Shout out to all the creatives. Shout out to this platform right here. I appreciate you gentlemen having me. No problem, bro. Shit's been fucking dope. Yeah, it was a great pod, man. Great yeah, real pod. good. We talked for two hours. We we ain't did a two hour pod in a minute. Yeah, yeah. we've been doing hour pods, so that's how you know we enjoyed the conversation. Oh, that's yeah. all we got, man. Make sure y'all check out that album. We out. <laughs>